you're listening to Housewives on Display with Jay. And Jay. And today is a guest day. I know we're coming at you with the guests. Woo-hoo! But it's our first return guest, which is a pretty big deal. Holla. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, let me give the little intro. <clears throat> a Bravo early adapter and professional wakestress. <laughs> A Vicky Gumbelson lover and Kyle Richards hater. <laughs> wow. OG of HOD, Libra Rising, Pisces Sun, Aries Moon. Mm-hmm. Brian Tisdale, welcome back. The Prince of the Dawn. <laughs> you're the OG of our podcast. Now you're our first return. So you're OG of HOD, I guess. I feel so amazing right now. <laughs> <laughs> You feel seen, you feel amazing, you feel all that. I feel, yes, I do. Amazing, amazing. I feel, feel, you know what, I honestly have to say, I feel emotional, like when uh, uh, Lisa Renna, when what's her name, gave her the bunny back, I feel that kind of way. (laughs) (laughs) The one tear rolling down. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Well, I'm honored to give you that feeling. We're honored to give you that feeling. Thank you so much. I mean, per usual, we're starting off with a game. And we have a lot of content to cover. So we're going to try to move a little fast through the little intro. But here's the game. So we just started Atlanta and we just ended Potomac, relatively. So I'm going to ask you some questions about the season, both referring to both shows. And you tell me the person it applies to, the housewife you think it applies to. Okay. So the first question is, who was the biggest troublemaker for Potomac and who will be the biggest troublemaker for Atlanta? Mm. Giselle for Potomac. Okay. In Atlanta. It's so terrible. I mean, oh, the new girl. I can't think of her name. Drew Stewart? Not Drew, the other one. Oh, the Trinidadian one that's LaToya. LaToya, yep. Okay. Jay, what you got? Troublemaker for Potomac, I would say Ashley and (laughs) and for Atlanta. I think I'm going to go with LaToya also. She seems pretty messy. Mm -hmm. Okay. For biggest troublemaker on Potomac, I'll say somebody different. I'll say Monique. And then for who will be on Atlanta, I mean, LaToya seems like the obvious choice. So I have to go with that too. Okay. So who's going to have the best reads on Atlanta and who had the best reads on Potomac? Karen. I love Karen. I'm sorry. I love Karen. Okay, Karen with the best reads. Okay, that's yes. very fair. And then Atlanta, they're tired. <laughs> They're equally tired. So nobody is. <sighs> you really can't give it to anyone? I think. <sighs> he is struggling, child. Oh my God. It's horrific. It's absolutely <laughs> horrific. I'm sorry. I... <sighs> You're lashing out, and that's okay. We'll get to it. I know. I'm, I had to calm down. I'll bring it down. Come back. <laughs> that's that directing cool you that fire you, cool you gotta off. relax yeah sorry it's okay 
Should I go while you're pondering? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so for Potomac, I will agree Karen has the best reads. Mm -hmm. And even though Zell would like to think that she has the best ones, she doesn't. And for Atlanta, I'm gonna give it to another non-housewife technically and give it to Marlo. Damn it, you stole the words right out of my mouth. Marlo was definitely my Atlanta choice. I totally forgot about her. I would agree with you. I think it's very telling that we're only picking people that are not actual housewives on Atlanta. They have a small cast this year, five ladies. That's very old school. And it's sad. <laughs> they need more than five. <laughs> like, they need for other people that'll be okay, but not for this one. I would just say one cast made this season on Atlanta, to be honest. <laughs> who was that, Portia Williams? It's Marlo. Oh, the woman who doesn't even have a peach. Yeah, the rest, they're tired. Ugh. <laughs> so disgusted. <laughs> Um, I'm so disgusted. It's fallen far <laughs> from grace, but okay, okay. Best. Okay, who had the best moments overall in Potomac, and then who do you think will have the best moments on Atlanta? Somebody else go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who had the best moments on Potomac? Um, I guess Robin, because she finally got engaged. <sighs> And who's going to on Atlanta? I would say Portia. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I had to Portia. But who had the best moments on the time? Maybe, uh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's tough because they all kind of have rough seasons. Mm, yeah. I got mine. Okay, give it. I'm going to say Karen. You know why? Why? She was on HSN selling that tired perfume. Mm -hmm. She was selling those tired wigs. Mm -hmm. And she went to um, counseling with her husband. So all um, that was a win. Yes. And she it showed her try to be, you know, neutral between two tired ass bitches. <laughs> <laughs> so Karen wins again. <laughs> So you just talked me into that. Wait. Yeah, I guess Karen does win. Because I mean yeah, she do. She does win. And also she had that moment where she checked Giselle. She really she tried to check Giselle in the past, but it just didn't land. No. She, but didn't I think get she didn't she didn't let up this time. Like usually she'll kinda yeah. like pull back. This time she was like, No, bitch, like <laughs> I'm wanting. You need to hear this. No one's gonna do it, so I guess I got to. And I was fine. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I like Karen. I do too. Yeah, we love And her. I, I would agree with Portia. But, um, <laughs> for again, how many times are we going to say for the stripper alone, she has the best moment? <laughs> well, that's to be seen, correct? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we'll see. Mm -hmm. And then the last one. Oh, no. There's two more. The next one is least favorite cast member. On who? On both. You already know how I feel. I don't want to get worked up again. <laughs> so I'll spit it out. Giselle. 
gotta calm down. Atlanta is Cynthia. I'm sick of the shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of the lake. I'm tired of the caftans. I'm tired of the box sprays. I'm tired <laughs> of it. No, that ain't Every girl on that cast got box raising right now. <laughs> well, I think it's the baby here that bothers me the most. Real it's talk. It's the captains that took me out. Captain, yeah, it's a girl. He said, I'm it's tired of the tired. lake. <laughs> I'm tired of the, the, the baby here in the lake. I'm just bored, actually. The lake, the baby here, the box raising, and the captains. And that's something for her whole story. Goodbye. <laughs> 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 okay, Jay, who are you saying? Um, what was the question again? Like, who is the... Your least favorite cast member. Least favorite? Okay, on Potomac, Giselle is obviously my least favorite. Ashley's pretty close behind her, like, moving on her neck. Really. Um, but Ashley gives better drama to the in my opinion, than Giselle does. Okay. And on Atlanta, that's pretty hard, because I feel like they're all equally lackluster <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess I guess Cynthia so I'll do Cynthia sorry mm-hmm. goodbye yeah <laughs> goodbye. I have to agree retweet all that Cynthia's needed Tired. to go for seasons <laughs> uh huh yes Giselle can stay I like hating her so she can stay <clears throat> but I hate Cynthia even more because I actually don't even know why she's here but to be fair, Cynthia does bring storylines though, particularly through the men that she's dating. I'll give her that. I'll agree. Peter gave us some good content, okay? Yeah, Peter was Oof. the most amazing friend of. He sure was. <laughs> he really, he could have had one of them seasons, so. You remember that one season he brought a peach to reunion and bit into it? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Patricia was Patricia, messed. baby. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so he kept yes. Cynthia on for seasons, but now he that he's sure gone. Mm. Yeah, um, <laughs> And then who do you think has the better overall season or who will? Roa season 13 or Rop season 5? Rop. Rop. Yeah. I don't see how Roa can top it, to be honest. It's horrific. I, I Atlanta is past its prime. I do. I agree. It is, you know. And what? But why though? You said why? Why do you really think it's tired and through? (laughs) (laughs) Tired and through. (laughs) It's just none of the storylines are really that exciting to me. Like, yeah, like we're all building up to like you know Portia fucking the stripper, but isn't it really that exciting in the grand scheme of things? I mean, I guess, but. I just don't like it when the whole season just feels like we're waiting for like one particular moment from one particular cast member. Then it's just oh, gotcha. And then I also feel like how I was just saying earlier, like the people that we are naming are people that are not even fucking cast members. Like we're naming like Marlo and Latoya, like they don't even have a fucking peach. That's how you know it's tired. Like I'm not even looking at the people that are actually getting paid to be on the show. Mm -hmm. That's sad. Is it because the moose is gone? that's what's so complicated it's like what does this show does does it need a complete overhaul where like we literally get rid of everybody except for like maybe one or two people i need the moose back that's one 
You're ready um, for the moose to come back? Yes, because these hoes is tired. <laughs> is she not? <laughs> yes, but she's tired in a different way than them. She is the queen. You know, I don't want to get, but I'm. It's too late. I'm worked up. Okay, okay. like Vicky. Vic, these women are the uh, queens of these shows and the leaders. And I need her to twirl in loud, not for the whole season, but for something. These girls are boring. Mm. Mm. They don't have. I just. I, I just can't. I just need Lanethia back. <laughs> Phaedra back. <laughs> um, <laughs> Candy, goodbye. Because I'm sick of her. <laughs> Candy's another one where, like, she's not doing much herself, but uh, the people around her are doing a lot. Like Her click. The candy clothed click. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> look, get, look, give Mama Joyce a peach, because I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> She brought more fire than Candy's tired ass did. And that's the problem. And Lupita. <laughs> I mean, uh, Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> Lupita! <laughs> Bring him back. <laughs> yeah, please. Remember when he had that, like, that season after they got a divorce? I think it was nine. He was on every episode, even though he, he wasn't sure with was. her anymore. And she was calling because she wanted some D. And he would run over there. It's just tired. <sighs> Focus on the wine cellar, girl. Uh -uh. I don't uh -uh. want to see shit else. <laughs> I just don't see how it can even, like, revamp itself at this point, to be honest. Wow. Yeah. Do you think it needs to be younger girls, or you just think it's scrapped? No, I like older women, and that's the other thing. They've kind of changed it. Remember when, back in the day, it was all old bitches, and it would be like, one young person and it would be like ooh who's that young bitch yeah the that's same how one. i like right. it and atlanta's oh. very young i like one of the youngest casts i could think of i mean off the top of yeah. my head you are right you they are right they would always have a young not gonna get season one and two atlanta once nini went to hollywood like it was around like we're not gonna oh. take Kim with her plastic wigs no more. Like <laughs> we're not getting that anymore. <clears throat> and Deshaun spending all her husband's money. <laughs> <sighs> she told she can't pay. We're not gonna get that. <laughs> yeah. Chateau, she ain't shit. We ain't getting none of that, huh? Chateau Thelma, like oh my god, yeah, Chateau Thelma girl. <laughs> Yeah, we don't get any of that fun stuff anymore. So mm. is it? Wait, let's be real. Let's let's pump our brakes for a second. Real talk. Okay. Do you honestly think we're looking at it because we're black, and yeah. we're culturally we know what we want to see, and we being even harder on these girls, or we just, or they are they are tired. I think some people watch the show and like fully and don't see a problem with it not having drama. Some people like that. It's just uh, when you understand the potential, it's hard to sit back for these past few seasons that have been absolute shit. It's just, don't they have like historically low ratings? Like, in <laughs> No, they literally have the highest ratings of all the housewives. What? Yeah. yeah. 
and the longest running uh, episodes, correct? They have more episodes. Yeah, they have more episodes than, yeah, it's the cash the, cow of the franchise. Yeah. <sighs> they need to hire us. I mean, something, we need to get some cast, like, they need to release no, some casting videos and ask us who the fuck we want on there. I need to see the talent. Let me see the, the new talent. I promise you, I'll pick okay. five bitches in that lineup. Promise. Okay, question for y'all. Mm -hmm. This may be a little off of what y'all normally do. <laughs> do you watch Married to Medicine? Absolutely. Okay, this is my personal feelings. I think Mariah <gasps> should be moved over there. First, this is just me. I think she has that kind of sassy attitude that would fit in over here with these tired women. It's just me. And she's not on Married to Medicine anymore, so yeah. Oh, that's right. We can move Quad's ass over here too. Yes, yeah, yeah. Miss Quad can go too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, and they so know each other from being in the Bravo universe, so it wouldn't be as random as bringing on a Drew Sedora, you know? Oh, uh, look who? <laughs> <sighs> look, so yeah, I mean, they could, they really could do that. They just haven't done any of that type of crossover, so I don't know why they're nervous of that. <sighs> Well, they got rid of uh, Nene, so they ain't too nervous over there. <laughs> you know? I guess not. If you're listening or if any of your workers are listening, <laughs> either people say that you need to bring Mariah Huck and Quad, whatever, whatever her last name is. Llewellyn? Those two bitches over <laughs> the housewives and shake shit up. You really get rid of Cynthia, especially after this wedding season, because I don't want to hear her so chill and hill and I don't want to hear it. Okay. Don't give her a fucking peach. Why doesn't Marla have a peach yet? That is true. She doesn't want to have to blow to get the peach. I think she likes that they don't have to shoot at her house and she can live her little shifty life and then sometimes pop up and serve drama. That's what she said, too. I believe it. She's not obligated like the rest of these girls are. Exactly. I like where she, I understand. I think they pay her nice. She says so she nice. keeps talking shit about Kenny and I had a man, even though we've never seen her with a man, period. Yeah. Couldn't keep one if Jesus paid her to. Ooh, that was good. Oh, I wouldn't want nobody to say that about me. Mm. Oh, God. Um, so I guess the episode we've been bitching and moaning, I guess kind of about, <laughs> is. The Real Housewives of Atlanta, season 13, episode two, called New Peach in the Orchard. <sighs> now, I mean, after all of that, it's time to grade the episode. You know, it's A plus to you F scale. You already know what I got to say. What are you giving it? F's across the board. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Here, I can <laughs> Here Holy me, okay? shit, that's the first F we've ever tired and motherfucking <laughs> throat. That's it. <laughs> oh. Whoa, that's a hot take. I'm happy that you said that. Okay. That's what you're giving fine. an F. Yeah. Jay, what are you giving it? I mean. But I will say that I definitely was not as in tune with this as I was Potomac. So this is a. This, this, I'm sorry. 
Yeah, I was going to give it a flat C for two reasons. Mm -hmm. One is because it was for some reason, it wasn't even a, an hour long episode, it was over an hour and nothing happened. <laughs> so that was beyond confusing me why it was an hour and 15 minutes. But the thing that keeps it from being an F to me are the last like five minutes with that weird shit with Drew and her husband. That's only that very bizarre. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Are you kidding me right now? Brian, that wasn't bizarre. If, no, this is getting. Y'all need maybe y'all reconsider y'all grades after I two. Okay, we'll go through the episode. The, first, are you ready? Overdressed to go sit in the living room at a dead lake. That's one. Yeah. Two, okay. Her husband's shape and that outfit for him to come on TV, knowing they were filming with that bad body and that bad those uh old navy clothes. <laughs> he do look a bad shape, head. Okay. Okay. She had fake grapes on the tray, which somebody tried <laughs> to grab. Okay. She did. That, now that, that, I cannot excuse. That was disgusting. No air on. Hot as hell. It's just, it's just not good. It's just not a good, the filming, the angles where they film it is bad for this The angle when season. they were in the room, like in the kitchen with Cynthia and Kenya was the weirdest. I wrote that down. That was the weirdest angle I had it ever seen. It was a titty angle. It was so weird. Like, why are you that low? I... Are they shooting at themselves? With a GoPro? <laughs> <laughs> Giving me COVID. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the footage is a mess. Bad. I just think even the interaction with the girls, it's not, it's almost like they just said, we're going to put these girls together. They're not gelling. I yeah. can't explain it. Mm. Like, it's, it's just very, you sit here, you say this, you move this way, you interact with her. It's very cheesy to me. <laughs> cheesy is actually the best word to describe it so many it. scenes felt scripted i mean not to skip too far yes. ahead but even the scene with drew when she was sitting with cynthia outside they seemed like they had never met and then that weird moment where latoya was like that's why i hate you it's because of your role in the game i was like what the fuck was that <laughs> okay anyway okay let's get into it so just yeah. as a preference we like to talk about astrology here drew is a taurus and latoya is an aquarius okay Hmm. Now that we've gotten that covered. <laughs> okay, so again, the name of the episode is because there's a new housewife. Her name is Drew. Um, and we start off with a scene with another new girl who's the friend of, she was supposed to have a peach, but then because of the guy that she's separated from or getting a divorce from, I guess he stopped the kids from being on the show. And, you know, they have to have the kids. So she got moved to friend of. Hmm. You could tell they thought she was full-time because she was in a lot. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even notice. I wouldn't have been mad if she was, to be honest, but okay. Between her and Drew, yeah. Right. <clears throat> um. So they show some old footage of Kenya meeting her for the first time, and I guess they really connected. So Latoya's coming over to Kenya's, and Cynthia's there, and Kenya's tits are about to flop out of her outfit. I wanted to, I made the note as I was as I was watching this whole episode. I'm like, there's nothing but tits and ass on this fucking season of Atlanta. Like everyone's tits are spilling out of their shirts. Everyone's asses are just taking on a new life form, especially Portia. <laughs> 
Oh my god, I literally have a note about Portia's ass, but I'll wait to say it. Go ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, that's uh, it's just it's so bodacious. It's it's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a definitely lot. a lot of TNA. <laughs> mm-hmm. The ladies are and then the <laughs> outfits are tiny. Like I guess people are okay with just wearing like little outfits and letting it all hang out. And that's okay too. I mean, listen, well, maybe ta- you know he was gaining weight. <clears throat> Maybe Tags had his clearance sale. <laughs> Is the, are these clothes from Tags? <laughs> oh, I know where they're from. Remember, Lanithia had to close her boutiques. So maybe she did a clearance for them. Stop it. Can you mute his mic, please? <laughs> He's doing some Yeah, please. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe it's, that's what it is. It was the last, the pieces. You know, it usually be extra, extra, extra large left and too little. So they all got why. the two little. They got, got the two little. Clearly, but I agree, it was a lot of TNA. It's just a lot. It was like overwhelming. Yeah. So yeah. Um. So <laughs> Cynthia also kind of makes a comment saying that they're fast friends, Latoya and Kenya, and I mean, yeah, Kenya is pretty receptive of her. I mean, do they make <laughs> out? I mean, she I hate to skip ahead here, but do they make out or, she wants or to. what's the deal? She wants to. Mm-hmm. And Latoya knows she does. That's why she also made a comment that, you know, again, not to fast forward, but she made the comment back to her. So. Yeah, they have a <laughs> lot of sexual tension. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I made a note that she has more sexual tension with Latoya than she ever did with Mark. Stop it. Oh, yes. I would agree. Yikes. Just found I it curious. Agree. Is that because she pays her attention? Maybe. Mm. If she has a type, she likes Trinidadians, I guess. I didn't know Marcus Trinidadian. Is he? That's what she said. I should have known, though. He got a braid of hair. Yeah. All Trinidadians do. Mm-hmm. Isn't mm-hmm. Nicki Minaj Trinidadian? Mm-hmm. You're queen. She has a good braid of hair. Okay. Oh, yeah. Miss <laughs> Onika, yeah. Um, yes, I know that's your girl. I was just looking at her the other day because you know, <laughs> and I was like, this bitch has such an exquisite face. Like Nicki Minaj's face is kind of unreal. Sometimes you can get a little like witchy poo. Yes, but that's because of the surgeries. The natural face is. Bored. Excuse me, Ooh, um, Brian. Surgery? I'm saying it. Where? I would like to know where she. Okay, well, her nose has been broken at least once because she got a nose job. Okay, so excuse I don't know if you me, no. Okay, I'm so <laughs> still, sorry to tell excuse you. Excuse me, sweetie. It still got that big hump on it, and it's still witchy poop. Without it is witchy poop, but it's there. it's less taking up her whole face. And she said, excuse "I would like a nose me. job." Okay, what and else she said, doing? "I will fill my face to the high heavens. I <gasps> more filler, please." Excuse me. Okay, no. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, not. Brian, you don't think that she bought her entire body and left her face alone, do you? Um, I think that she's had her nose tweaked, but I think her... You're being you, generous! <laughs> yes, very generous. I'm being very generous because I think if you look at her as a kid, she looks like she would have looked like a, an adult, is what I mean. She didn't go overboard. Like I said, I still think her face is fucking exquisite, and my mm-hmm. favorite Nikki is... Middle part, straight, black hair, natural hairline. I guess she, you know, yes. is micro links, just a weave or whatever. That is my favorite <laughs> Nikki look. Simple makeup, not the crazy <laughs> thick wing. I hate yeah, that I was going to say, no yes. wing and no wing. 
I hate the wig. I, this is a very specific look. I forgot where she was going, but y'all know what. And she has that black dress on. Mm-hmm, the black tight dress, like the I, thin strap. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. That's my favorite. A natural beauty. Natural. Yeah. And that's how she looks. And it's crazy because when she came out, I didn't even, couldn't tell under all that makeup and wig that she was actually stunning. It took me years mm-hmm. to find out. I had no idea. Yeah, she's a cutie. And then once I found out, I was like, oh. And then how they say she looked like Chaka Khan when she was younger, like, yeah. Sure do. She does. Mm-hmm. A lot. And her yeah, body I guess is we'll real. talk about everything but this, huh? <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and her body is real, by the way, Jay. <laughs> I'm really gonna mute you, right? You have about one more time to say some blasphemy on here. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're such a barb. Get away from me, right? <laughs> over there. Oh my god. Oh my god. Don't tell Nikki after we hang up. We're gonna text her. Y'all send it her this shit. <laughs> Destroy them. Have the hive come. <laughs> right, and what is located in your city? <laughs> <laughs> oh no! The goons. Um, she gonna send the goons to you. Sorry, Nikki. We love you, Nikki. All Nikki love. Um, That's right. I also just made a random note. This has nothing to do with the Kenya scene, except it does. In that, I hate color contacts. They're an actual pet peeve of mine. Kenya's always has color contacts, and and unfortunately, Portia's mother, Miss Diane, was wearing a very severe pair of color contacts. She she was. <laughs> I cannot focus when I see color I contacts. Agree. It pisses me off. <laughs> so if that lit me up, and then it also lit me up because I said Latoya has terrible veneers. Latoya. Uh, they're, they're kind of they're a little chick-litty. yeah. They're very chick Yeah. Very uh, what is this petco-ish? Yeah. <laughs> very <laughs> petco. You know what's interesting? I feel like Bravo is really trying to do this. Let's incorporate all these uh, different fucking cultures this uh, this season because obviously they brought Wendy <sighs> and now they brought Latoya on here and Trinidadian and now we gotta have fucking shit on the screen talking about. You know, Caribbean definitions and shit. I'm like, all right, all right. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> we don't, yeah, they're really like trying. Anyone else is playing like this, so it just feels really like cheesy. Uh, yes. Yeah, the yep. number of times they put up those so definitions bomb. throughout the episode was bizarre. Love that isn't rewarded or returned, thereby causing a shift in everyday behavior. <laughs> What does that even mean? <laughs> and I love how she said it only applied to Trinidadian men. I'm like, would it only that can happen to Trinidadian men? She's like, oh yeah, they all go through it. I'm like, what about is that a cultural thing? I'm confused. I'm like, I'm required love, bitch. That's what it sounds like. Don't don't everybody have that? Yeah, that's why I'm like lost. But <laughs> yeah, they trying to teach the people. <laughs> right. We're not the audience here, obviously. They're trying you to talk to, to be other oh, people. Looks good for somebody who got three kids. Don't give it that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, she's a cutie. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend Kay is a subby, so she was telling me that like that body is bought, but like that body is bought, but like the that was a good purchase. <laughs> Whose body? Latoya's. I mean, clearly. Well, it yeah, looks natural. Got the bot body. I mean, it looks natural. It don't look, you know, over exaggerated. 
even if your body does look like it's been purchased, it can still look like a good purchase. Mm-hmm. Good, mm-hmm. good job. I'm okay with that. Yeah, so she's, I'm not mad at that at all. Mm-hmm. I've got all the sprays I've been trying to get for a thousand centuries. <laughs> um, and then we go to the scene at Portia's house where her mother is there taking care of PJ and then they FaceTime her and they talk about her arrest and they talk about her mic shot and <laughs> then we cut to commercial. I was about to say something real mean about PJ, but I'm not. Don't. There's no need to. Well, the commercial was entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> Live for the commercial. Um, commercial was absolutely amazing. <laughs> uh, and then, unfortunately, we come back to the show. But I actually really love this scene because this is one of those weird, cheesy scenes like you were talking about. The camera angle is kind of weird at certain spots. Looks like it was shot on, like, an iPhone. And then <laughs> also, Drew Sidora's intro was... I just love anyone's intro, really. It's... N- they're always going to lie about how like high they think of themselves. Mm-hmm. So in this scene, does she not only compares herself to Lauren London and Megan Good? <gasps> <laughs> she also cited her role in White Chicks as one of the things on her resume. And I like White Chicks. I love that's that movie. Not, I it took me favorite. even a minute to remember her character at all. I would agree. Look, I was thinking the same thing because I love oh, that. Right. I'm like, the friend, right? Right, she's the BM's friend. Like, that is a cameo at best. Oh. Damn. Somebody <laughs> said it. Was, I don't think it was you, Jim. But it was somebody. They were like, yo, shout out to Drew Sedora's, like, PR team who, like, had me thinking that this bitch was really somebody because she Ooh. played herself on the game. So you kind of oh. like, Drew Sedora, Drew Sedora. But it's like, no, who the fuck is Drew Sador? Like, as Yolanda Hadid said, who is Drew Sador in this world? Like, yeah, Ooh, absolutely. Well, somebody gave her an intro. Cynthia said, an actress, a songstress. Songstress <laughs> took me. Oh, so, I mean, sound like she was Fine describing song. Nippy to me. <laughs> <laughs> the multi talented Nikki. Um, okay, that's what I'm saying. With the very natural body, but I was confused about. The fact that Drew also had said that, you know, the game was, like, not her premier role. She kind of threw in that she was in, like, Step Up and a few other things. And she said... (laughs) (laughs) And again, what role did she play in Step Up? Exactly! She acts like she was fucking Channing Tatum (laughs) in one of these dance movies. And it's like, bitch, who are you? Let me... She cites so many things that she had a cameo in. I couldn't believe it. And then she says, I sing on the side, but acting pays the bills. And I wrote, do they? Wait, you forget her major role now. Let's give her some respect for playing Isn't that off-Broadway now. play? You're absolutely correct. Now, she did that now. We can't, the off-Broadway we can't... play? Ooh, what play? Wow. What play? Oh, where she hurt herself. Yeah, where she hurt herself, and she was starring alongside Leon. Leon. Does a lot of by the way, plays. I'm not saying who does a lot of other non-acting acting jobs. Is uh, that is that the area where you might get mugged because there's no street lighting? <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> that area in New York. <laughs> it was giving me also very much so when Sheree did her off Broadway play. Uh. Lanethia said, this is the type of place you bring cheap wine, honey, because this is the Chitlin Circuit. Is <laughs> the that Chitlin that's Circuit? That's a, that's Off-Broadway is just like, it's like a random, like, it's like decidedly off-Broadway. 
just like a random really street. <laughs> mm. Well, she was. She did play T Vaz, y'all. Right, and then she did bring up her iconic role in the TLC biopic starring her Drew Sedora as T Vaz. Yes. <laughs> Oh my god. Ooh, that picture where she had the color contacts in and the side bang. Oh. <laughs> Kudos to her for that. Um you just took her out. Sorry, Drew. So welcome to the show, Drew. And <laughs> um my next note, just to end this, I mean I'm say I'm stating the obvious, I think, but Drew can't dress. No. Um her hair is not the best either. Mm. But I will say that it is her first season and a lot of housewives be looking rough their first season. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm, I'm willing to... It's un, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, especially in Atlanta to not have your hair at, to a certain degree, but I, I'll let it go. <laughs> the person that has the best hair on this show is always going to be Portia, in my opinion. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Is she better with the hair company? Right. And she represents it well. I mean, so does Kenya, but Kenya's too <laughs> y'all are really quiet. Kenya is determined to like have like her real hair out. And so, you know. Yeah, so the thing oh, yeah. is Kenya's hair has just slipped off in the last couple seasons. It when she first came on, like, yeah, the hair was laid and slayed when Miss Lawrence was doing it. Drew's mm. probably her baby hair. It it'd be doing not what I needed to do. It looks sparse. <gasps> I didn't say it wasn't there. I just said sparse. Wow. I wouldn't even say sparse. It's just the way it's glued down. Yes, it's horrendous. Very kitchen. <laughs> Very kitchen um, hairstyle. It is giving kitchen. I'm talking about, yeah, I guess what she is with them. She's kind of also giving me Shamari DeVoe. Like how that's how Shamari was looking that kind of tacky. I miss her. Do you? Yes, I do. Shamari could have gave us a lot with her drunk. She ass. sure could have. You really could have. Oh. I didn't let her go too soon. Yes, they did. I agree. Atlanta is quick to have a one season wonder. Like they don't they really give the women a chance when they add new people. They don't. And Shamari's man was actually like relevant. See? On, at least on Candy's level. Yeah. And look who? Uh, <laughs> oof. Okay. So <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> so after that, we get Drew's first scene at home. Um, she's kind of just showing her, her us her life. It's her anniversary, six years with her husband. So they've been married for six, and she's known him for six and a half. And the mom is staying with them because she initially came when Drew tore her ACL, I think it was, or her Achilles or something like that. And that the mom came just to stay for a minute, but then COVID happened, so she's been there ever since. Um, that was sus from, from Jump when I heard it, and I'll continue. I'll tell you why later. I think that that was sus, but continue. Okay. Um, then not, I mean, not too much happens in the scene, really. Two things I'd like to know. One is that it's revealed that the mom is a pastor, but then also the mom makes out with the husband on the lips. Mm-hmm. I guess she tried to kiss uh, Drew's husband on the lips or something like that, right? Yeah. 
Okay. And she, so when they kissed, she was like, oh, wait, I was surprised you didn't kiss him on the lips. And then she, like, tried to re-kiss him, like, in the lips, but he kind of moved a little bit. But nonetheless, that Look. means they kiss on the lips sometimes. Mm-hmm. Weird. That's why her, nothing. Ooh, that was weird. Exactly. He has a weird-shaped head. He's just weird-looking to me. And they lose yes. him attractive, and I thought, that was a stretch. <laughs> He's I thought old. he was cute. I didn't think he was hideous. I thought he was all right. Not hideous, but like beyond his behavior later, that makes me, you know, question him anyway. I just feel like there was one part where he like laughed too hard. Yeah, his face <laughs> did move in a weird way. And it, in my spice it was very odd. Yeah. Is this also the part where they flash back to like two months ago, footage from two months ago of the mom and him going at it, yelling at the top of their lungs? Mm-hmm. What is going on in this house? <laughs> I might leave for three days too if my mother-in-law is coming at me and we're she having cool yelling was... matches. Or kissing me in my damn mouth. It kissing me in my mouth. And we'll Love get you. to that. Because that I was like, that was divorce. That's divorce. divorce. Really? You're not leaving for three days and not telling nobody and then just rolling the okay. fuck back up here. Are you dumb? Are you stupid or are you dumb? Which one? Like, are you, no. And then I'm asking you and you're like, well, what does it matter? What the fuck? <laughs> like, he's lost his mind. Also in the middle of a global pandemic? Yeah, you've lost your mind. Um, I don't know. It's a, it's a lot going on in this household. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, it ends with the kiss on the lips and they need to go to church because of, you know, the pastor, but their anniversary is coming up. Nothing else really happens. Anyone else have any notes from this scene? Nope. Okay. We come back. It's Candy on her way to can't not Candy. Riley's graduation. <gasps> Look, I'm going to be honest. I've already talked to my friend off air and gotten everything out off of my chest I needed to say about Riley. So I've already expressed are we gonna be nice? <clears throat> I don't like to be nice to Riley because she is okay. a, a woman now. So I feel like once she, I mean she's seventeen in this shot, but she's eighteen now. So I feel like it's totally fair game. Oh Lord, who going? But nonetheless, um, <laughs> we're on the way, and Jay already said all that she needed to say, and and I did. It's a chop job. It's a chop job. Um. It's not the best nose job I've seen by far. No, but I even had to talk to Kay about this look in particular with the cake doing makeup and <gasps> yeah, I'll stop. I'll stop it there. I said some I'm other things. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm gonna be to. quick and still. <laughs> <clears throat> I cannot stand and I'm not I'm speaking universally. I cannot stand when people focus on the things that they don't need to fix. Fix that body, honey. That's one. <laughs> Two. You're a big girl. And I, it's nothing wrong with being big. But when you're big and you minimize things on your body without fixing the rest, it looks ridiculous. Two. Three. Candy, because you was on the way whoring when you were singing with them tired-ass whores in that group. 
you neglected Riley. So when Riley was whining like a bitch, you said, okay, I'm going to give this to her because you feel guilty. Now, you know she got a Latoya Jackson nose <laughs> <laughs> with that wide body. Uh, totally unacceptable. Okay. That's all I got to say. Yeah, and, honestly. And the wig. I'm sorry. The wigs are bad. The wigs are bad, which is weird because it's like your castmate is Portia. Ask Portia where she goes because to- no, go ahead, babe. <laughs> I was gonna say like ask Portia where she got her shit done. Why is it so hard to ask Portia where she gets her stuff done and send Riley to that same exact person? I'm confused because Candy's hair and makeup doesn't even look as bad as Riley's. They don't even go to the same person at the very least. And I completely agree with. The nose just, it, the nose didn't have to be done. I wouldn't have thought that she was going to go for her nose. No. I never saw that coming. I never saw that coming. It wasn't like the most gorgeous nose I've ever seen, but it no. wasn't a terrible one. It fit her <laughs> face, though. And she's cute. What? Real talk. She No, she's a cute girl, so I'm not being mean I didn't in that sense. OG nose. I really didn't. No. It fit her. Now it doesn't. Now she literally has no nose. It's just nostrils. There's not a single nose on her face. <laughs> She's going to go back for part two. Exactly. Oh, Riley, you're so young, girl. And I just needed a paddle brush through the wig. That's all I needed, <laughs> at the very least. They did say it was hot outside, so could you give her that? <laughs> yes, you're absolutely correct. I'll chalk it up to the weather. And it was not go naked hair, remember? <laughs> <laughs> go heck it, go heck it. Go naked hair, it was not. You're right. Because um, I'm looking at Portia's hair in this next scene, and, it, and it's cute. It's not the best she's ever had, but it's still cuter than what Riley had on her head. Right, this is the hair she has the day after she got out of jail. Like, your hair looks like a graduation? I don't know. So, um, and then I also didn't like how they aired Riley out with that video where she's falling apart and her hat falls off. And she just didn't look ready in that video either. And then you hear Riley in the back like, yeah, there go my baby. It was just a weird video that they put in. We didn't need to see that footage. I ain't roasting no child. I feel bad now. From one child to another, we go to PJ and her mother. Um, Portia and Portia's back home and she's making jokes when men get out of jail you know you throw these big parties for them and have these coming home events when I come home it's just a normal day you were in jail for like not even Uh, 24 hours Portia (laughs) stop it you're milking it now you're milking it now (laughs) <laughs> we were asking her about her experience. She's like, "Oh my god, it was so dark. It's so dirty, bitch." There were people in jail for years. Okay, their whole <laughs> life, the whole latter part of their lives. You were in there for less than twenty-four hours. I really need you to stop. Also, there was this really weird transitional song in between that last scene and this scene. <laughs> And it says, like, it's the, uh, for me, it's the bag for me. It's the strain for me. It's the brain for me. A lot of weirdness. So it's why it was a seat. Yeah. Yeah, something's going on on, like, the the editor side. I agree. When it comes to her, you know what I mean? Also, it's weird, yeah, that she hasn't interacted with the cast not once yet. 
Yeah. I don't know. It just feels disjointed, like you were saying. It feels all over the place. Mm-hmm. Um, PJ also looks pissed throughout this entire scene. She was pissed this whole Yeah, she's always pissed, honestly. Um, she's sleeping with a frown on her face. Like, this maybe don't ever seem happy. Well, maybe her mother's going to fight the fight, so she's been missing her. <laughs> fight the good fight. Um, and then also, I that's when I made the note about Portia's BBL. I wrote, Portia's BBL is so distracting. And it reminded me of the Gucci Man line, little mama booty booming, that bitch moving and she's standing still. <laughs> <laughs> it literally moves even when she's just standing there. She and Portia has adopted that stank walk that you get, like mm-hmm. that overly arched back. Like, well, your booty is too big, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, because your it's booty real. is real. Like, <laughs> it's just the way. It's real, it. don't hate. Yeah, but there was real fat injected into her ass, but <laughs> it looks scrumptious, y'all. So. <laughs> it's it's big. It has it a life of its own. It, it works on Portia because she's she's a taller woman. Anyway. I was gonna say she's tall, ain't she? I mean, that, and that's why all of the, for most of them it works. They're they're big TNAs because they're taller women. But I'm just saying it is a very big ass. Like she's. <laughs> She said, give me the max. The max. <laughs> wow. As much as you can give me without my skin busting open. That's what I want. Absolutely. Wow. She said, lipo every fucking section of my body and take it and put it all there. She said, and don't worry about the fat because I'm going to just keep eating it. I got the fat coming. Just I need you. Whenever the fat is here, to redistribute it. Wow. And they said, bet. Every year she goes. <laughs> How rude. <They> just <laughs> she said it was real on Watch What Happened. No, she didn't. Yeah, she did. She said it was Remember? real, like Kim Kardashian said it was real. Like, yeah, it's yeah. Oh, I thought I thought she said Candy tweeted and said something and she stood up in that red dress and was jiggling that thing. Her ass, she can't be lying and saying that it's completely real, unaltered, because we saw her her first season when she was still married to Cordell. Okay, so do you all think Cynthia's is real? Because her ass no. is big now. No, no it's, it's fake as well. Show is it's real. fake? Okay. Yeah. Cynthia was a Every mom. ass is fake, yeah. That ass. <laughs> While she was sitting there next to fucking Iman. And Naomi oh, Campbell. True. Was Phaedra's fake? Yup. Phaedra definitely got a more recent BBL as well. I in the beginning, BBL hers was real, but she though. also has gotten some BBO. I don't think you can so, live in Atlanta and not have a BBO. Okay, so y'all saying like this, like delicious, right? Remember, she used to have a great body. So y'all saying they re-up they shit. They always had nice asses, but they put mm-hmm. a little extra in them. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. <laughs> now that we've covered <laughs> the BBOs. <laughs> um, we Wait, come... can we stop for a second? I'm sorry. Talk. <laughs> do, you, do y'all think Lisa Vanderpump had one? Remember that season where she Wait, was Wait, because to push someone did kind of make a joke saying her ass was fake, and her ass is huge. Mm-hmm. I don't think it is, though. I think she really has that equestrian booty. There's something about riding horses, and you get like a, a big ass. I think. Now, do you think gravity takes its toll that you got to go get a lift? Like, I think JLo would go get hers lifted up. Yeah, she surely has. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Yeah, it, whatever needs to be done, if they see it and they want to get it done, they just go and tell somebody, I need it to do this, and it'll do I just it. feel like it's safer to assume somebody got their shit touched and altered than... 
<laughs> and surgery is so accessible now, like regular people, <laughs> regular folks yeah. be getting their shit done. So right, I'm sure you have true. clients that have BBOs. Yes, actually, yes. Uh -huh. Yeah. And they look great. Well, one of them, I know one of them, do you? And she looks, look, absolutely phenomenal. <laughs> I got a list in my phone ready for the surgeries that I'm trying to get. So. And she went to uh, a third, she went to um, the Dominican. Oh, yeah, people love going out the country for it. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's high risk, high reward. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what she said, but <laughs> she looks fabulous. I'm glad she's high reward. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, so speaking of Cynthia's BBL, we cut to her house <laughs> and she's setting everything out. And then it looks like there's some like bacon wrapped dates is the plate that has the fake grapes on it. Mm. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's her excuse for this event is that she would like to feature more black owned wines in her black owned business cellar. Okay. Um, <laughs> Then they kind of show her walking around in that caftan that Brian referred to earlier. And Kenya and Latoya pull up together. They rode together. Mm -hmm. Again, First have we ever seen up, Kenya pull up with somebody like hanging out with them like that? Right. No. And look at the cars that everyone pulls up in, just as I know. <laughs> they love to lease a luxury car. Oh. Yeah. When the Africans was buying it, that one season, he yeah. African bought everything. <laughs> right, African <laughs> bought Porsche car and Kenya car that year. Yeah, and Beitra. Mm-hmm. And Marlowe's. Mm -hmm. And Marlowe's. Well, Marlowe's white. Marlowe's. Oh yeah, that's right. Um, <laughs> sugar, sugar daddy, nonetheless, really. <laughs> uh, so. Whatever. I mean, nothing kind of happens in the initial part. We see that Cynthia has an assistant. Um, so I'm curious what he does every day. And we cut to Riley, and she's coming home from her graduation. I don't. She just something about her social cues. Or okay, don't so do it. You're right. So she <laughs> then walks in, and she gets a stack of money from Todd. Yes. How yes, much money do you think that stack was? It was twenties. I looked deep, so I would say a thousand. What do you say, Jay? Um, I was gonna say a thousand, like a thousand too, but I was also hoping it was more than a thousand. I don't know. That's all she needs. <laughs> um, in some off-air research, it was a purple band, so it was two k. Oh, okay. okay. He did hand it out dramatically, like it was more than two k, but that's okay too. Well, you know what? 2K is a lot to him, I'm sure. So. Well, I have to wrap my money in that purple so everybody knows I didn't know. Thank you, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I had to research it. I didn't know if I'm looking okay. at it. Oh, I never okay. seen $2,000 so in 2K. my hand cash. Wow, okay. Um, and then... All right for graduation. Right, and then Grandma kind of makes the joke that she'll keep it, and then Riley makes the comment... <laughs> it's tasteful. Come on. I know, and then Riley makes a comment saying, I'll expect mine from you later, Mima. Thank you. Ugh. It's time for you to pay up, bitch. You taking everybody. I cannot stand her. Fucking nerves. I cannot stand her ass. Two Scorpio trying to take other people's money. If you bitch, And she probably did take the money. 
<laughs> and like we blinked our eyes and she must have taken out like at least four twenties. <laughs> she was gripping it. She, like like it was funny at first, but like the way she was gripping it, I was like, um, hello. I can't stand her, seriously. Yuck. I mean, I didn't even throw in that little joke she made earlier about, like, covert 19. She did call it covert. Covert? And I don't think she knew it was covert. (laughs) I ain't gonna talk about somebody's mammy. (laughs) (laughs) A mammy. (laughs) That's one nothing. She owes. So, you know, they... Uh, It's unacceptable, her actions, her mouth. It is. It's unacceptable. And I don't know why they keep filming her ass. (laughs) Yeah, they are rewarding her bad behavior. Yes. No, no, it's Where's Candy Carmen? rewarding her fucking bad behavior. <laughs> Where's Carmen? <laughs> it's Candy rewarding her bad behavior, but all day. But you know what? She feels guilty too. So that's why she allows her mother to do that. Why does mm-hmm. Candy feel guilty? Okay, you ready? Okay. And I get it. Okay, so. She, um, Riley had to be raised by her, and then she lost her son. So I'm yeah. sure she feels guilty in so many ways that she wants to reward her mother. And I get it, but sweetie, you can be cute when the cameras aren't rolling. But while you, they rolling, honey, you are not going to make me look like a fool, which she did. The son, I always forget <laughs> that Candy had a brother that passed away, but it's, that's very yeah. true. She does only have that's that one why. kid. It's yeah. a lot of... Candy has a lot of weight from Mama Joyce. Yeah, she do. And Mama Joyce, as a mother, should recognize that and not use it to her fucking advantage. Yeah. She exploits her. That's what I'm saying. I don't think it's fair that Candy feels guilty. I'm like, your mama's going to put you to fucking work. You never had a childhood. Like, you know, you always have to bring home the fucking bacon for the family. It's not your fault your brother died. Like, and it's not your fault that you're the only child now. But Mama just puts too much responsibility on Candy always had and i don't know why you know candy just feels like she's in some sort of spiritual bondage with mama joyce i don't know i'm like she's gonna take it away with a lot and it's it's frustrating to watch it's very sad to me like real talk that should be bothering me it's like girl cut her out when the cameras are not rolling don't do her like that in front of the cameras Remember when they had Mama Joyce at that one reunion and she came out for a segment? She just, she'll say anything. Mm. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> so from one disappointing scene to another, we lead back into this wine tasting. And this is the part where Latoya then defines Sugar Daddy because Marlo says that the older white gentleman that was paying for her life was not a sugar daddy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then they roll the clips of her referring to him as her sugar daddy multiple times. I mean, at least he bought her mama a house. You know it's worth it when people start mm-hmm. buying your parents shit. That's true. Whew. That's an arrangement. I, I agree. So kudos to Marla. <laughs> right. Her sugar paid off. And... <laughs> Mike has on some really, really <gasps> tiny jeans. The shape. Mm-hmm. Mike's body is, I couldn't believe, he almost had on leggings. It was beyond. <laughs> <laughs> and he's giving himself a little bit of Patricia, too. Like, Mike is kind of angling for 
<laughs> position on the show, I feel. It was yeah. first it was the last week throwing out their sex life and trying to do that imitation. And then this week is this stage scene with him and this other guy, and then him also doing the facial reactions when the ladies were doing their thing. Like you're not supposed to be involved. You're supposed to be downstairs mm-hmm. in the fucking basement. You're not supposed to be reacting and trying to serve face and give moments. But to be fair to him, I would also be looking because it did get a little weird when Kenya was like gripping Latoya's hair. Not weird, but like it was one of those like, oh, okay. I see I see the vibe. Yes. You know what I mean? Giving uh-huh. each other. You're testing each other out. And you know Latoya's yeah. down. I mean, she's separated from her husband, as she likes to say. And um, she used to be a stripper. You know, it's just, I'm sure she's done this before. This girl moment before. Mm-hmm. Right. And we kind of alluded to her earlier, I think, but Latoya is a YouTuber and my friend Kay is a subby. So she kind of lets me know the tea on what's going on with them. And apparently she also had never really announced that she was a stripper until this moment on the show. And he, you know, of course, he, what did he do? He made a YouTube video about it, but still. I guess he wasn't happy that she was doing all of this. And she did she did come on with a lot of energy. Who is who is the man though? Who's the husband? Who's famous between these two people? Neither. They're just YouTube oh. famous. They just do like that whole like mommy vlog, family vlog type thing. I have a question. This is how low did they go on to get people on these shows? I wrote down talk. YouTube thirsty is a different type of thirsty. Those people are people who like are not like famous or didn't make it outside of that, but that's a platform where you can kind of make yourself famous. So they just like that's a that's a thirst level that we haven't had on this show, and it's even more so than like the actors, the soap actresses, the Eileen's and Lisa's. Mm. And you see where Eileen is at? <laughs> Nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm embarrassed by them bringing YouTube talent on this show. I, I am, did not need to see that. I thought this was some relevant shit going to pop off where, you know, she has some kind of background. Shit, I could put up a damn thing and record live from here talking about my wigs. <laughs> Maybe they should cast me. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that really counts as something you could say you do. But I also forgot to say, I was remiss to say that earlier during Drew talking about her acting segment, she said, I moved to Atlanta for the opportunities. Tyler Perry, if you're watching this. <gasps> yeah, I meant to say that. She also alluded to saying, like, you know, she's waiting for her Oscar. I said, girl, you <gasps> time. Wait on, sweetie. Wait on, wait on. First of all, you're on TV shows and shit. And you only do videos and movies. Step up and fucking white chips ain't gonna get you the Oscars. Okay, can we stop for a minute, okay? Can we go back to... Uh... Tyler. Nope. Okay, let's talk about uh, the season where uh, uh, Nene got roasted down to the ground by what's the, what's <laughs> the next girl? Claudia. Remember that girl, Demetria? Roger Bob, yeah. Okay. Hey, did y'all <laughs> see her play Whitney Houston? <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, let me real talk. She played Whitney Houston in the Bobby Christina movie. She played the fuck out of Whitney Houston. <laughs> and she sang all of Whitney's songs just as good. So, 
this is in reference to this Drew Isadora girl. Let's not count her out, okay? But to be coming yeah. to a national television show begging to work with Tyler Perry is the, actually the most disgusting thing. I was actually embarrassed and offended. And I had a lot of feelings about that. I was so, like, you white chicks is a higher accolade than any Tyler Perry film. Oh, now, uh uh, don't do this today. No, I will um, do, this. do this. Yes, it is. What Tyler Absolutely. Perry film is a higher quality movie than white chicks? Oh, I thought you meant. They argue with mad black women. We're gonna fight. <laughs> no, there's not a Tyler Perry movie that it's exists. So why is she going girl. down? You should be shooting for higher things than a Tyler Perry film or like a spot on House of Pain or something. Well, I think it was a in reference to Atlanta because his studios in Atlanta, you know. Okay. And... Which made what makes sense. So. <laughs> it was still cheap and disgusting that she was calling out and begging for a role on a Tyler Perry produced anything. I could that showed me everything I needed to know about this woman. Wow. Wow. <laughs> um, ooh, sorry, I got so heated about Tyler. Oh, gee. Okay. All right, don't so, talk to him now. Yeah, we're anti-Tyler on this podcast, clearly. Y'all um, are? Absolutely. Yeah. You're not. Why so? I, you know, I don't pay him any attention, but why would you be anti? He's a coon. Yeah. Really? Um, in what film does he paint Black people in a positive manner? Especially Black women. Okay, so look. Okay, I never... Was it Diary of Mad Black Woman when she's getting dragged up the steps? Was it or the is it Medea who's with, literally in blackface? Out. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay, question for y'all, though. Mm-hmm. Question for y'all. Is it okay for an artist of any sort, a painter, a writer, if their story is their story and that's all that they know, is it okay for them to just show that light? So when it comes to Tyler Perry, I personally think he should let other writers come in and show different facets, but he's very adamant on being in control. So maybe Mm -hmm. that's why y'all say that he's very... And it shows. Yeah. yeah. I never thought about that. That's why I like talking to y'all. I as like a rapper, like, you know, like, like rappers, like music artists, like they have other people come in and help them write. And that's why, that's why their work gets better. If you're just somebody who's only doing your own writing for years on end, you don't got that much to say. I'm sorry. Damn, I never thought about that. Y'all always make me think of shit. <laughs> and I would like you to join this team where Tyler Perry is unacceptable. It's Miss Perry, <laughs> sweetie. Miss <laughs> Perry is absolutely Perry unacceptable. Miss Perry is very wealthy. And, you, and wealth on. And again, hires only black people, really. So I cannot hate on that front. You've employed a lot of people. All of that being said, at what cost? He hires black people to show black people being terrible. I never thought about this. Talking about a Chitlin circuit. (gasps) Terrible. A minstrel show, honestly. Because I feel like when white people watch Tyler Perry movies, they think that this is like what black people are and do. Okay, question. Okay. Since y'all y'all so deep, why do you think that he partnered with OWN and OWN don't have no white shows, all this black in his shows then? Oprah, her damn self is kind of problematic. And I'm not going to get into this, but she is. We're not, because now we're coming for the top 
0.1% of the world. <laughs> I'm out of that. She got to shut down our podcast and I'll just start another one, okay? <laughs> it needs to be her. It's also a fucking problem. Take her down. <laughs> girl, we can film that podcast in front of Trump Towers, girl, with our <laughs> Take her her down. Okay. I will be sending my shit to the fucking blog saying Oprah Winfrey sent me a season and desist. That's right. Um, right. Yeah, gonna get some like random like fence to gonna be inboxing us like I will fucking kill you and everyone in your fucking family bring up Oprah again, bitch. <laughs> we haven't, not that I'm inviting this into our world, but we haven't gotten our first threat DM. Like quite, I know people deal with that a lot. We haven't never gotten a threatening DM. Luckily. Which is pretty crazy. Okay, sure. We get a lot of crazy shit. I mean, I'm pretty sure people let us go. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Whoever's our first one, we will share it with everybody. Don't you worry. Don't you what worry. About, and hey, come with it. Have y'all been hated on yet? No. Mm-mm. Any shade while y'all was recording that y'all felt through the line? <laughs> <laughs> Which you would never, you don't have to say the person, but did you feel like somebody was like, you know, because you know how you get the vibe through the phone of people? Like guests that, like guests we've recorded. Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, have y'all felt like, oh, girl, you tried me. No one's come on really try. Like, I feel like we've had episodes we like more versus other guests, yeah. But not oh, really okay. anybody coming on, like, on trash. Okay. Yeah. Lucky for us. I mean, we try to pick people we wouldn't have that moment with. I think you should pick somebody that that could give you that would give your attitude, so you could custom post out on air. Ooh, that would be fun. That's very housewives. <laughs> Don't come for me, ho. I run this pod, <laughs> and I'll mute you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and talk over your ass and say whatever the fuck I want to say. Like Andy I'll edit your Andy. whole part out, bitch. Yeah. Right. Hmm. Anyway, hmm. sorry. I mean, you're giving us ideas. Wow, we will talk about anything but this show. Okay. Yeah, come on, because there's nothing that happens. Yes, I'm speaking. We got to speed through this so we can get to Rock, which actually has events. Oh, yes, okay. I, I just want to make note that Kenya says she's unimpressed with Drew Sedora, and Latoya makes Ugh. a comment about Drew's hair and says it's basically trash. And, and Kenya made a comment, where does Cynthia get these people? Drew's a stray that she got from a local dog town. Oh. Yeah. That was a read. Kenya, girl. Go which was crazy because it was like, I mean, technically Kenya did walk in with her own stray, but her stray was decidedly better than Kenya's stray. I mean, yeah, yeah. I agree. I you know, you know what else it reminded me of? The other stray that Cynthia brought in. Do you remember that woman Tammy that had the um the son that almost hit Kenya? I scream. <laughs> <laughs> Tammy was a hot. That's a stray. And so as soon as she said, I'm like, what other stray does Cynthia bring on? And I thought of that woman, Tammy. I said, you're absolutely correct. I thought, uh, oh, that was that was best friends with uh, Sheree's husband. Bob. Yeah, that's the Remember? one who said she knew Bob Whitfield. Yeah. Child, I was just watching it and I was screaming. When she laid out <laughs> on the floor in that when house? He, when he flew, when he flunked her and she hopped the fence. <laughs> So, yeah, Cynthia has bizarre taste mm. um, in terms of who she brings on the show. Uh, Marlo says that she asked Drew, do you get gigs? And Drew says yes. And then Marlo says, well, then maybe we can get Kenya some. 
Ooh. 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 Yes. I live for that, but also Drew books nothing. There are no bookings for Drew either. Right, but above yes. Kenya, she even shaded Kenya a little bit earlier when Cynthia asked her, "Would you do you know her from the acting world?" She's like, "No, like I, she was in my age group." Let's see. I mean, the weird scene with Mike and Drew's husband where they're walking down again, that felt very scripted and odd. And then it's revealed that the incident where he went and disappeared was just like last week. Because he can't take being home. During filming, you did that? It's That's what I'm saying. It's one of those that came on the show to get divorced. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. I was comparing her um, on the phone with Kay to Meredith Marks, giving me yeah. You know exactly what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. Although I heard Meredith said she's gonna try to work it out with her man. Because they told her she's gonna break up. Too, but like, y'all can't do that. <laughs> yeah, Drew put out some article in People. First of all, she was chomping at the bit to put out an article about herself, but she put out an article after this episode to say that her and her husband are in counseling. There's nothing that can counsel a man thinking it's okay to leave your house for three days and not return calls or tell you where he's at, but. <laughs> you have whole ass kids and it's a pandemic exactly okay then Latoya and her kind of get into a debate about being separated versus being divorced kind of whose side were you on with when you're separated are you allowed to fuck whoever or when you're separated you need to still act like you're married I mean I'm separated so why am I still acting like I'm married <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying you got to fuck other people. I'm just saying, what am I doing on the separation? I don't know. I think that's a really personal choice. I don't feel like any either of them can like judge each other for what how they want to handle their separation. Do I feel like you need to Dwayne Wade me and get another bitch pregnant during our separation? No, that I would call a flag on the play. Mm -hmm. But um, I don't know. It's tough. I don't know. What do y'all? What do y'all think? I have more comments. They come no, over here and get a divorce, and that's just it. And all of this extra carrying on. I'm sorry. I was just gonna say, like, it's like if I'm getting separated, it's like we're struggling to make it work, but we kind of want to make it work. But I need to see if I need to branch out and explore other people, other options, other cities, other living arrangements. I need to to see what's working, what's not gonna work. So how am I gonna do that if I'm like a hundred percent like? <laughs> the way Latoya was saying, okay, so a, I guess between this and the filming and now, the husband, Latoya's husband, has actually filed for divorce, so it's no longer <laughs> separation. No shock. No shock because my second point B was going to be that she just seemed like she wanted to be away for a year just to get dick and fuck whoever she wanted to for a year and then come back to your marriage and that's not how separation works either like yeah you can fuck around with some people but she seemed like she was on the hunt to like fuck around and doing yeah. that on national tv i don't know if he yeah, i think it's a national true. tv part because i feel like there's plenty of people that are separated mm -hmm. that do the same damn thing but they yeah they don't talk about it on national television Right. And say it so carelessly, like, I don't give a fuck. I'm sucking dick every day. Like, yeah. That's Big Papa. to say it like that. <laughs> yeah. Big Papa. Whatever that means. And then I also wrote that Drew has no reads because she's already pulled that sips tea moment in her confessional twice this episode. Tired. 
Also, a little bit earlier, Marlo had told Latoya some advice, kind of like off camera, but on camera, about don't trust Kenya. She's like, the bitch is good. She'll use anything against you. Don't trust her. And it was interesting that when Latoya came back over to the group, she hadn't, she didn't say anything about it. So she actually, that means she was taking the advice. Mm-hmm. 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 But Kenya, her fast friend, I mean, nothing kind of happens. They have a weird scene, like we said earlier, that was shot oddly. I'm not even going to recap it. We go through that scene and we get to the, I guess the reason why the episode was extended again, all of those other scenes could have been cut and just put this in the hour, but here we are. You know what could have been cut? Cynthia and Kenya having that discussion about filing for divorce in the kitchen. We know you're filing for divorce. But you're still with this man to this day. So no, we don't know you're filing for divorce. Why are you talking about it? How many times are we going to talk about it? It's nothing going on with this cast. Oh. <sighs> okay. So they have Drew. It's her anniversary. She has on that wet wig and the man <laughs> has on whatever outfit he has on in there. I don't know. that They have somebody cook for them in the living room. And this is supposed to be their romantic weekend. And then it was also odd that once she left, it turns out the mom was just in the other room. Like, what kind of anniversary do you have your mother-in-law in the other room? Okay, so here's my point from earlier. I'm like, listen, if your marriage was as successful and going well as you were trying to walk around in, in, in Africa was, your mother would not still be here. Y'all trying to blame it on COVID and that's why she couldn't go back home. No. She might not have been able to go home that first week, but after that, I mean, the airlines never shut down. Like, shit was still open. We could have found a way to get mama home if we really, really wanted to have our alone time. You're using your mom as a buffer because shit is going rough with your husband. <laughs> and it went even rougher when she decided to make out with him on the mouth. So she decided to leave <laughs> three fucking days and not come about that's why your mom is still there because you got on the show to get a divorce. So you got your mom in the house just in case he goes psycho killer on you because you're scared of this man. I, I, I've seen it time and time again. They're married. They're <laughs> definitely going to get a divorce. I'm seeing it. I can see it. I mean, she kind of even says so herself. She said their relationship is very up and down. Um, yeah. And that their last anniversary was absolute shit. And she didn't <laughs> want this one to go to shit as well. Well, but it did. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who's gonna tell her? <laughs> and what's crazy is he gaslit her like crazy throughout this whole conversation. No other. I was watching it with my mom this this episode, and mm-hmm. we were both like, "Hey, yo, what the fuck is he on? How did he twist it?" Like, okay, so he brings it up. He says, "What in our relationship would you say is like not going well? Like, say whatever you want to say. What's going well and what's not going well?" So then that's when she says, well, what's not going well is you take a trip without your wife for days and you left without telling her and you still to this day haven't told me where you were and all of that. I was coming down to bring you dinner. I didn't, I don't even know my husband's not home and you're out. And then he brings up something as like a black man when he has a moment, he just needs to be by himself. And you know how I feel about that. You know how I feel about black men trying to act like they the only motherfuckers going through shit in life and that nobody else can understand their issues 
Like no one else has issues that compare. Give me a fucking break. You don't want to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about tired and through that narrative. That narrative is really old. You know how I know you ain't going through shit? Because you could just walk about this house for three days and not call nobody and tell nobody and come back in here like shit was okay, hunky dory, and oh. live life. I, she could never mom, do that. I would not be able to do that. Yeah. A woman would never be able to do that. You got to be there for your man. <laughs> he better be there for his woman. No. His unacceptable shit. And he has the nerve. He has the nerve. He's still he even in this so moment. Go. Would you Because he was, and then she was asking him, okay, so where did you go? And he was like, how did that help you? What the fuck? What are you on? It was making me so frustrated. And then he has a stupid shaped head. So that just made me even like more like annoyed. I'm like, you're not this cute. You're not that cute to be doing all of this, in my opinion. And also, what's your job? Because she says she does, he does freelance and IT. That sounds unemployed to me. Ooh. Well, listen, IT people do be getting a lot, like, of work. Damn. <laughs> I was concerned about, she said that he had a picture of them in the house. Right, okay, so, basically, he went away, didn't tell her, and then she said, what's crazy is you don't think I deserve to know where you were. Meanwhile, you watched me on security cameras the entire time you were gone and took pictures of it on your phone. I would cute. like to know how she saw the picture initially. She was obviously going through his phone. Um... But nonetheless, she found it, and he knew she found it, so he deleted it. So when she asked for it, he, she was like, and it's not fucking here. We don't need cameras in the house. Number yeah. one. Like, if a motherfucking intruder, if they got into the house, then it's we're fucked. Like, it is what it is. Like, if they got that far in, then it's, you know what I mean? Like, what's the point of having the cameras inside the house? Absolutely. Unless you want some creepy shit. And again, you're not going to disappear for three days, but you're watching me? What? He's scary. He gonna kill her. But all this time, he's like, I think he's just buying himself more time to decide if he's gonna tell her where he really was or not. I also don't think he was truthful about the location that he said. No, he wasn't. But also, if he was truthful about it, it was not great because she was like, wait, we've never been to Tampa together. And I'm like, yeah, because he has a secret life there. He would never take you there. In Tampa? Doubt it. You don't think he's fucking a whore in Tampa? No, I definitely think he's fucking a whore. I don't think it was in Tampa. A whore? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a nice young lady yes classy <laughs> a very classy young lady i don't know what the deal is but he's not to be trusted and like i said he gaslit her through this entire conversation trying to make her feel like she's crazy for answering the question he asked her and also being real and saying that that was inappropriate because that was not great he did one of those where he told you to answer he's like there you happy i'm like oh my god so like actually no i'm not he was definitely in miami at the very least <laughs> i know that's right <laughs> right and then she says i'm not sleeping on the fact that you drove past multiple beaches to get to tampa or quote-unquote florida let's call it florida mm. whatever his deal is look we don't know what's going on with him but we do know that their marriage is not long to last okay it's not going to mm-hmm. be here forever first of all the fact that he even answered that question on her anniversary was weird too yeah he was trolling problems in our relationship on our anniversary like what is that (laughs) he wanted it to go bad so when she stormed off and she said like i'm not doing this shit anymore and she ripped off her dress and she was crying to her mom it was bad great actress maybe she should be at tyler perry studios (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, yeah, so that kind of is the end of the episode. I mean, dare I even ask, but who's your housewife on display for this episode? <laughs> Crickets. Yikes. <laughs> um, I'm going to give it to Drew Sador's husband. Yeah, that's the person <laughs> I was going to give it to, too. Yeah, because he was, there's something there. There's something. The there. fake grapes for me. <laughs> <laughs> that's who getting my model of the week. <laughs> <laughs> The fake grapes is Cynthia's event. That's it, because that was giving me more life than the food, the wigs, the shapes, the fake storylines, the lighting, the sweat, the tired lake, um, the bad bodies, the men trying to get peaches. It was tired and motherfucking through. Mm. (laughs) And you know what? With that, we were putting you out of your misery and we're ending the road (gasps) recap. And we're coming right back with Rob. We'll be right back after this short message from our sponsor. Okay, so we're back. (laughs) (laughs) O-M-G. O-M motherfucking G. G, This episode. Okay, I mean, we're here. I had to text you and I was like, yo, yeah, this shit is lit. Like, this is wow. So we're here, we're talking about Real Housewives of Potomac Season 5, Episode 20, the first part of the reunion. Um, <gasps> what are we grading this? Baby! I already okay. know what I'm grading. Plus. Plus, 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 plus. A plus, plus. Wow. I'm glad we get to talk about some A-plus material. We deserve it after uh. we just put through hell. First of all, we still talk for a long ass time about Atlanta, and I don't know how because it was terrible. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing happened. I don't know. We talked about everything, but right. Okay. Um. So, I'd like to start off. It's a reunion. We have to talk about looks. Mm. Who was best dressed? Who was worse? Oh. I think they all equally look bad and good, to be honest. Best dressed? <laughs> Tough call on that one. Yeah, nobody uh, nobody outdid each other. They just equally looked it nice and equally looked it bad. <laughs> <laughs> I can only speak like, neck up on everybody because the dress wasn't it. Right, because even Monique, whose glam is absolutely stunning her hair, the Mm -hmm. Art Deco asymmetrical dress is hideous. It's very Indian in the mall. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Very very in the mall. I've seen that dress in the prom prom store before. I'm going to say, that's very much a quinceanera. (laughs) You know what I mean? It's a quince dress, yeah. That was a junior prom dress. I've seen it before. (laughs) Um... What was happening with the print in Robin's hair? <gasps> what was that? What was she trying to achieve? Because obviously she didn't do what she meant to do. What was she trying to do, though? Was that supposed to be like a Fendi Prince-on moment? Like, <laughs> Fendi Prince-on? I don't know. I don't, you already know what I, <laughs> I don't know. I have nothing to say. And then Monique fucking bird again. Like, I'm tired of it. Who? The fucking bird, bird. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it. 
You mean to tell me that T'Challa took a flight from Potomac to New York to be on this reunion? You're kidding me. (laughs) Well, you got that coin. (laughs) (laughs) Waste your fucking money on that shit. And Andy is obsessed with the bird for some reason. He's like, he's the most famous bird in the fucking world. I'm like, what about big bird? Like, there are other birds that are more renowned than T'Challa. Don't do that. And T'Challa died, so now it's definitely played out. But, okay. Who? <laughs> Chadwick Boseman, the one that played T'Challa, the real T'Challa, is dead. Wait, no, I'm not even going to go there with y'all. R.I.P. Because you know what? I didn't know where that name came from because I only seen that movie three times and I kept turning it off. Three <laughs> times, though. <laughs> I do not like, I did not enjoy that movie. Really? Yeah, I just kept trying to like it and I was like, oh, hell no. But they say his name pretty early on. I don't know why you didn't. That's, that's how bad. Look, that's how uninterested I was. <laughs> I'm actually living for the fact that you had no idea until this exact moment. No. I, see, I learned from y'all, man. No, I did not know. <laughs> oh, snap. Oh, oh my God. Um, for I everyone else listening, Black Panther is a very powerful <laughs> and empowering Black film. Please go support. Um, but uh. none of <laughs> that actually just ruined me. That one actually be really funny. Wow. I'm so sorry, y'all. He said, Ooh. <laughs> I didn't know that name came from there. <laughs> this whole time, you just thought it was like some name she came up with? Yeah, I just thought it was a name she had for her. Oh, wow. That's, that was good. Don't okay, thank you. roast me, okay? Like we've been doing these bitches all night. <laughs> you know what? You know what? I'm going to give you something that's in your lane. I want you to talk about <laughs> all these girls' hair. Because Wendy okay. came with some different hair, okay? I liked her wig <laughs> this time. She did something with the hairs in the front, the baby it hairs. It was shorter, yes, and it was cute. She waxed them or something. Yeah. Yes, uh-huh. She looked cute and by the hair. Okay, Giselle's um, hair. Giselle's hair, it was boring. It's, it's the same shit. Her leave out was broke off because of the color. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect um, it to be broken off. I yeah, it was broke off and chewed. Uh, Ashley, ugh. We, I don't even want to talk about her. Uh, That's what Robin, you, said you really don't like Ashley, do you? I like Ashley this season. I, know. I think because she's a mother now, she seems more in tune on the shit she does, like the shit you know the, you know the sneaky shit she do. She calmed it down this season for sure. Yeah, she but she's messy, doing it in a different but, way. But messy in a different way. Yeah. Yeah. Critical this season. Yes. Do you prefer this hair over when she has like kind of the blondish hair, the red over the blonde, or do you? Care? I like blonde. Okay. Um, <sighs> Candace's hair. <gasps> no, it's a no for me. You don't like the braid? No. Okay. What's wrong with the braid? You think it's tired? The braid is nice, but I feel like when you come to reunion, you better bring it, and that's something you can do. Like when she got her ass whooped, I would have wore that to get my ass whooped. That oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And actually would have helped. <laughs> hmm. Okay. Um, Robin's hair. Ugh. Okay, look. Now, I love Monique. Period. Mm-hmm. Okay? I love her hair long, short. This hair is very uh, mm, 
I went to the local Chinese hair store and bought hair. It's not polished enough as it usually do be. That's all. Okay. That's okay. it. And um, then to end it all, Miss Karen. You know I love you some Karen, okay? It was we glued do. down. It was glued down good. Mm -hmm. And I thought she looked nice. Age appropriate. Not trying to be some young whore. So kudos to Karen again. <laughs> right. I would say that Karen and Wendy had the best hair. Yes. I, I was really proud of Wendy's hair. She came a long way. Mm -hmm. Whoa. Yes. Um, <laughs> luckily, since we're talking about looks, it's kind of the first like, reunion. The ladies, they do some weird edit where they make this weird noise and they transition through all of their pictures and their confessionals. And I'd like to note that they end on pretty much some of the ugliest pictures of them possible mm -hmm. as their globe. I hate it that they did that. I agree. Um, and so who would you say has changed look-wise the most since they got on the show to now? Karen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Pana, let me upgrade and that's who they end up talking about first, too, because everyone kind of agrees. Um, Karen has changed quite a bit on the inside and the outside since joining the show. And, you know, that prompts Andy to ask one of his favorite questions, what work have you had done? <laughs> <laughs> and Karen's answer to that is, I just had some filler in the tip of my nose. And it's tough because Karen is such a fucking liar. Like, to love her so much, it is hard because she does lie a lot. You did not get filler in the tip of your nose and your entire face changed like that. She definitely, she definitely put filler all over, but she does still look like Karen. You know, I won't say that she looks completely yes. different. And she yes. still looks relatively age-appropriate also. Like, she doesn't, you know what I mean? Like, so... I was like, okay. Yes. Yeah, something's going on on that face. Right. Something's um, very different on that face. Even with, um, but I agree with what Ashley had said, which is like, okay, I'm not going to pretend she didn't have work, but it's good work. Yeah. Well, she did correct Andy and say, are you talking about current or old? And he said currently. And she said, oh, yeah, just the nose. So. Yeah. She wasn't lying. Monique did some, well, Monique's eyebrows just improved. And that really made a difference on her face. Well, then who do you think didn't change the most then? Well, Robin, honestly, would be the person. Yes. <laughs> no, I don't think changed much either. That's what I say. He said no. Just, you say Jazay? No, no, did change or didn't change? Did not. Yes, I don't think she did either. Okay, I think she yeah. has horrible hair and horrible fashion and the same face. Right. I don't think she had the at all. <laughs> Unfortunately for her. Maybe she was better before. They, I don't know how they end up getting to it, but the moral of the story is Karen isn't having, like you said, she's not letting up on Giselle this reunion. Nope. And not. it begins with the fashion segment when Karen reveals that Giselle dresses horribly. And it's crazy that Giselle got so defensive because it's like the first time she heard it. I was shocked she was so shocked. She got so defensive because it was Karen saying it and nobody came to her defense because everybody agreed. Yes. 
I really like when Candace was like, can I just see a stylist with you for one day? Just one day. Yeah, can we? Can we? Just one day. Pass over that tithing plate and get you a... Who? Someone that can dress you. Somebody call Mikey, the creative director um, for Africa Jane. She can't pay him no more. He can come over. Wow. <laughs> right, since he's obviously taking discounted wages, he can <laughs> you know what I mean? like, go over there. Uh, he, well, she can't dress. Right. I mean, now, what's her name? Can't dress. I love Karen, but she be looking a mess. Karen so why, looking better than Giselle. Yes, she sure yeah, she do, does. But she cannot dress either. So I mean, they even pull up a shout out to the real bad fashions on IG. They're the best housewives page to follow. Literally, even compared to our own, because they call out every fake fashion you could possibly find, <gasps> and they are the ones that originally pointed out, at least for us, that the F on the Fendi dress <gasps> earlier this season was missing. I was waiting for this. <laughs> Giselle said, I mean, and again, Karen, the, ever the liar, she's like, you've never heard of alteration? <laughs> she said, because it was falling off my shoulders. All right, then, man. <laughs> I was hollering. Right, I was really screaming. So she they tried took it. the F's off. <laughs> but only that one F. Only the one F girl. And quite honestly, no person doing alterations would ever take off like the name that when it's in that big of a print. Like <laughs> literally, it's not a thing. thing. <laughs> they would simply tell you that your dress or whatever is too big. I can't do this. <laughs> I can't alter it. <laughs> it wouldn't stitch the fucking F off. Okay. But wait, did you notice it had a star next to the F? So they kept the star, but took off the F. Like, bitch, but I haven't tried it. What I will give Karen, though, is that, yes, she was sporting some fake fashions, but her fashions, fake or not, are still better than Giselle's. It still doesn't yes. absolve Giselle in her terrible fashion sense or her terrible home decorating sense. It's Ooh, all that. house. Oh, that horrible house. Um... Yeah, so basically everyone kind of steps up and says, yeah, the, the truth is you have horrible taste. And Andy asks Robin, like, Robin, what do you think? And she's like, really, do I have to answer? Which answers the question. Even Robin <laughs> thinks her taste is horrible. Yeah. And so then also, that? like, um, Karen said, it's the interiors as well. The interior of your house is hideous. She said, it's the oranges, it's the reds, the purples. <laughs> <laughs> Ronald McDonald. <laughs> There, yeah. <laughs> she's telling the truth this tired and through. And all yeah, Giselle could retort with was, yeah, Miss Nana New Face. <sighs> That's it. No one wrote you a better pre-written read. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, tired I'm gonna say that Giselle was on the fucking chopping block for this. Ooh episode by multiple people and I was here for it. I'm tired of being scared of Giselle. I hate the bitch her. can't dress. The bitch got no man. <laughs> I mean <laughs> why are we scared of her? Her her, her business is a failure. <laughs> <It's> like, <what>? <laughs> we <laughs> can't talk about the business yet. The business <laughs> No <laughs> Wasn't it liquidated and targeted? <laughs> Why are we scared of her? The business. 
Woo! Okay, so basically to end out that, it's just know that Karen and Giselle are going to be going at each other the rest of the evening. And that's just what it is because Karen is obviously fed the fuck up and she's not letting her gangbang her anymore like she has in the past. As Karen woke up and realized, why am I scared of this bitch? Karen got LaDom into Bloom. <laughs> Blooming. What is it? <laughs> Bloomingdale? What did she say? Yeah. Bitch, I was about to say Bloomberg. <laughs> the Bloomberg report? <laughs> she got her shit into Bloomingdale's and she said, you know what? I'm not going to be scared of this bitch no more. Good. Because yeah, she roasted her down before, so. To the ground. It never feels bad about it. And then Monique stomped her ass in there further. <laughs> and I. We can't even talk about what Monique's done yet. Okay, okay. So I'm getting excited. I'm getting excited. Yeah. Um. You know, again, like I said, everyone kind of just makes their comments about it, and Giselle's just sitting there, kind of stunned, and. <laughs> she wasn't prepared. She didn't know that this was going to happen when she came to the reunion. She thought she was safe. She thought this was going to be like every other fucking reunion where she gets to have the last laugh and clown people and then no one hold her accountable. But it's clear that Monique and Karen talked off air and they said, bitch, it's fucking up. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll tag she team this hoe. Yeah. And stomp her out. Yes. Thank God. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) This is constant. Yes, 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 yes. Yes, most Um, worse. (laughs) And then someone even writes in that Karen has really been gunning for Giselle and Robin the Green Eyed Bandits on Twitter. And why is that what she's doing? So has Karen been a little wild on Twitter? Yeah. But she just says it's just yeah, she had been going like every episode, her tweets were mainly about them. Mm. Mm. Um so I don't know what's the deal with that. And basically Robin blames her for her getting all of these inboxes <laughs> about her quote unquote starting the fight between Monique and Candace. Because Karen tweeted that, I guess Robin was getting death threats. <laughs> <laughs> I have an odd feeling you've gotten death threats before Karen even said that. Listen, exactly. And again, it was Ashley that started the fight. How does Ashley get away with it? I'm not understanding. It was innocent. <laughs> she posed a question and then she said, ask the piece. Totally innocent. <laughs> I mean, that's the ass question and then left the fucking crime scene. Then hit and run. She knew what she was doing. Absolutely. And that's why she exactly what she said in the bathroom. Fuck. They did that while I was in the bathroom. They were supposed to wait till I got out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Too long. She know how to be messy. Yes. Um loving it. Unfortunately, we cut to a scene that's not as interesting, and it's Wendy's intro into the <laughs> realm. Brian, the season's over. We've seen Wendy for a season. Where do you land on Wendy? Are you ready? Beyond. <clears throat> Are we talking about the reunion or her period? Her period. Her as a collective entity. Okay. Okay. I like Wendy. 
for the simple fact that um, I like her family dynamic with her husband. He seems to be a cool, even guy. Her kids are not Mm -hmm. bad and wild. Um, She's not a bad looking woman. I actually Mm -hmm. like the way she looks because I saw her at the reunion and she had no makeup on. And I was like, wow, she looks just as nice. Um, I'm just tired of the trying to raise a bar on a show that's known for hair fuller. It's like sweeties. <sighs> this is hair pulling and being messy. And you're trying to elevate this to a different platform and it's not gonna happen. I will say she was loving the celebrity she was getting out of the show because she was quick <laughs> to bring up that if she goes to an African market, she's a celebrity and they say get the goat for her and all of that. And that her sons think they're celebrities. And that's been my problem with her from fucking episode one. I can tell that bitch is fucking thirsty to be famous. <laughs> and it's like, you're supposed to come on the show and act like you don't know what this show is. And you just happen to be a rich woman and they just ask you to be on it. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to come on here with a whole fucking agenda wanting to quit your day job so you can live out your dream of being a personality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm, I'm not happy. Yeah. As someone who did like Wendy at first and like promptly turned, uh, <laughs> I just, it got really tired of her. And, and Ashley actually frames this very well. She took it really eloquently. Um, she just frames her education. It's like, it's, it's okay. And you should be proud of your education, especially getting four degrees and having a PhD. That's a big deal. Especially a PhD, because a lot of people don't finish that because I've heard it's horrendous. But that being said, she finds a way to mention it in every conversation, every argument. She uses it almost like as a weapon against these other women. And she uses it divisively. And I don't like that. Like, yes, you have four degrees. But at the same time, you sit here on the same motherfucking show that I am. And I have no degrees. So what's the issue? Mm. Or yes, you have four degrees. And we sit here arguing. So we, like, we sit here arguing just the same. Like, your four degrees didn't get you anything spe- like specifically different than the women that you're on this show with. Um, and you're not here because of your degrees. So even using those doesn't make any sense. You're here because you're trying to be famous. Like everybody else on this motherfucking show. And it's weird <laughs> that you like continue to use your degrees when you even be going to your mom talking about how you don't want to be a teacher anymore. Like you don't, you have these degrees and you don't even want them. You don't even like them. That's not even, you're not even doing what you want to do. So using them as to kind of like, make it seem like you're better than these women is weird like you don't even like them so like what's the point mm. so that to me it's just it was leaving a, it left a bad taste in my mouth personally and i'll raise you one better not even did her degrees get her at this equal platform her degrees got her to where she's aspiring to be one of these women who can be on the show for multiple seasons and have an arc and like maybe hold center glass at one point in the intro she just kept acting like and it was so weird like her beef with karen was so fucking like orchestrated like she kept swearing that karen was coming for her and not being proud of her having these degrees and it's like well first of all i don't know you so no i'm not proud of your education what the fuck your education (laughs) she kept doing that the button is fast and shit but the thing is she (laughs) she loved that I'm like, and the motion that she was doing, that's not how you fasten a butt. Like, it, it was just a lot. You're trying to have a line. You're trying to have a moment. And I'm, I'm over it. 
Always looking for a sound bite. Always looking for a <laughs> Well, now that the Wendy Slender is over, look. Do we think she's going to be back next season? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I do too. Do you think anyone's going to be off, Brian? Nope. Jay, what do you think? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't think anybody should. I mean, I know everybody wants me to be off, but I don't see that happening. <laughs> I think they could just demote her to be a friend of like that season they did with Portia after she dragged Kenya. I think just mm-hmm. demote her, keep her on though. So then that gives us a season to figure out if anyone will ever film with her again because I actually can't just watch her at home by herself. That's what I'm saying. I can't just watch her talking to her fucking bird. Like, I'm not going to. I didn't think about that. They're not going to want to film with her. I didn't even think about Especially that. after this receipt book. So I oh, I didn't think about that. You're right. <laughs> so I don't know how she stays. Or at least how they'll make it work. Damn, I didn't think about that. You're right. She got the receipt book. So she want to roast these holes down. Wait, do you think that Andy said, honey, I have to let you go? And she ready to make this her last hurrah? That's what I asked in our last episode. I was wondering, is she trying to burn it all down and she doesn't give a fuck? Or mm-hmm. is she trying to save her job? Well, you can't save your job. Like you said, they have to film with you. <gasps> I don't know what they're going to do. Allegedly, they're um, shooting or testing two new ladies. That's the Ugh. rumor. So we'll see. Mm. Mm. But so that's Wendy, and she's here, and it's her first year. And somehow it kind of gets revealed that Karen may or may not have come to Giselle and Robin off camera and said, Let's get this bitch off the show. And I feel like, why are we acting like that's the first time we've ever heard that in Housewife history? Right, that's what made me laugh, is like, one, it 100% happened, and fuck you for bringing that up. But Karen was like that in the past anyway. She was very, like, particular about who was in the Potomac Circle and all the other shit. So, to me, I didn't really feel like, Wendy was trying to angle it like that was like a target against her and her Nigerian heritage and her being the first Nigerian housewife or her having four degrees. And I, I'm like, no, I just don't, bitch, don't like you. <laughs> and, um, I mean, I think that's it. She didn't think you fit in. And quite honestly, the way you keep brandishing yourself, you aren't fitting in, in my opinion. Also, her and Karen have on the same pair of shoes and you, Karen was pissed. Because Andy was so petty to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> right, Karen was hoping, like, uh, please don't fucking say shit about that. But here they are, connecting. It's always funny and, when they have the same shoes on, because it's like, how? What are the odds, you know? Right, two completely different looks with the same shoe is not a good sign. Who <laughs> wore better? <laughs> Definitely LaDon. Yeah. LaDon wore it better. That, I mean... Wendy, her skin looked gorgeous. Like her body, oh, make, yeah. like certain people's skin didn't look great, Giselle. And then certain people, <laughs> like <laughs> Wendy and Monique, their skin, their whole body makeup, it was all together. That's because yeah. that chocolate be shining right. That's yeah, let's be real. Yeah, let's shining. just keep it real. That chocolate be hitting the light too right. <laughs> yeah, they their the, body was on. The, I didn't like her dress, but like 
her hair looked really good. Her skin looked really like she did look good. She was glowing. Mm-hmm. Too windy. Yeah. 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 yeah, she dressed yeah. up, and her attitude kind of sucks sometimes. But you know, it's fine. Yeah, but like you said, Brian, she is a beautiful girl, and she yeah. so she looks great. But the shimmery eyeshadow and the crease and the dress—I don't know. I'm glad that Andy brought up the floozy freelancer line though, because that needed to be addressed. That she added in floozy, yeah. It was a big ad, like. Me saying that somebody's a freelancer was not an insult. You saying that I called her a floozy freelance freelancer, you that that, that really started the beef, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, it did, and that's when she felt like she had to bring up her degrees because she was calling her a floozy, really. And I don't know if if somebody calls me a floozy, the first thing I'm saying is that I have X amount of degrees, but whatever but then we get into this is the first part of the reunion that like i was actually very tense on at certain points like my shoulders were like you know you just get anxious i kind of got anxious during this entire thing and it was the person that wrote in and asked did colorism play a role in this show because of the way candace and wendy are called aggressive and what have you compared to the other ladies and i absolutely agree I don't think that it might have necessarily been Ashley's intention to be colorist. I'm going to give her that BOD, which maybe is problematic in and of itself. But I don't think, I mean, it's really not an excuse, but I just don't think that you can call a dark skin. I, I think it's not good form to call a black woman aggressive, period. But I think it's definitely not good for him to call a dark-skinned black woman aggressive, especially. It's just like not like there's like when he was saying like, there's so many other words that we can use. Even if they are being quote unquote aggressive, you just can't use the word aggressive. It's been it's been used and demonized and weaponized against them like for too long. And I also feel like you know it's some sort of it gotta be some sort of colorism at play because. I don't feel like Candace has particularly been any more messy than Ashley has been. Now, is Candace messy as fuck on Twitter? And that's why Andy was like, you need to stay off Twitter. Yeah. But in general, in terms of like mess that she's done on the show, she hasn't done anything that's messier than Ashley. But for some reason, we're like telling Candace that she needs to apologize. And we're telling Candace that she needs to do all these other things that we've never told Ashley that she needs to do. Ashley said Ray had a shriveled up dick and no one told Ashley that she needed to apologize to Karen. <laughs> so <laughs> to me, that could only mean the difference is that one is better than the other uh, with a different grade of hair. Uh, that's, all, that's all I can tell is the difference between the two. Brian, do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I can't even. I'm not going to touch this one. You can't engage. Okay. I, have so my, engage. I have my thoughts on that. But it ain't okay. going to air it. And I'll play devil's advocate here because okay. Monique did have a good point. So what's better to call her ghetto hood red ass bitch? Okay. Point taken. B, um, there are other words to use that are aggressive other than aggressive. Yeah. They asked Wendy to say one. She had not a one because there isn't really no other word that's the exact synonym for aggressive. That's going to nail it. And not that Candace is aggressive, but I don't know what moment Candace was aggressive. I I don't recall that. But in terms of Wendy at that dinner where she's standing up screaming at the top of her lungs, ugh, kind of aggressive. I don't know. 
So that's what's kind of tough to me. I feel like the colorism lies more so, and I hate to say it, in the viewers, in the way that we perceive the stuff. Mm-hmm. And especially how on every poll everywhere, it's always Team Monique over Team Candace when if it were reversed, it would not be like that. I think that's our problem. Hmm. But in terms of like what they're doing on the show, I think the biggest colorist here would be Ashley. I could see that in her and the way that her and Michael behave. But other than that, I don't really clock it from mm. the rest of them. Is Monique not the same shade as Candace? Mm-hmm. Also, no, I was like, that's what I'm saying. I was specifically talking about Ashley. And like I said, I it's not even that I disagree. It's weird. Like, it's not that I disagree with the fact that when the and I do think she was being quote unquote aggressive. I just wish that Ashley had used a better word and or they would come from Ashley. Because you're sitting here really light with your white man, <gasps> with your three B hair, <laughs> on a dark skinned woman aggressive. It does it does look crazy <laughs> to the audience who's already looking to be racist. So it's just, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I can you understand why Wendy felt weird about that. That's it. I have to say this. When I'm roasting you down to the ground and I'm angry, I'm going to use hurtful words. I'm not going to sit and say, oh, is she dark? Is she light? Is she skinny? Is she tall? Is she blonde? Is she this? I, this show is strictly about hurting and being mean. I'm not going to be socially conscious when they give me a contract to know that I'm going to argue with a bitch at lunch. And I get so tired of <laughs> with a bitch people, at lunch. But I get tired of people making their issues mine. Like, I don't have to be conscious. Should I be conscious? Yes, because we're all Black and we come in all different scenes. But if I say that you're aggressive and you're being aggressive, bitch, and it's film for the world to see, bitch, you're aggressive. There is no other adjectives. And that's why Andy was like, what other words are you supposed to use if you're being aggressive? Well, you know, when you tell your child he's being bad, you're not supposed to use that. Well, that's what my mama said. And it's a plethora of us, brown, light, and dark. All of us was treated the same. So, fuck Wendy. I wasn't seeing that conclusion coming. I don't know, right. The thesis of that statement was fuck Wendy. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I got a little, you know, crunk. <laughs> it's okay to get crunk. I, but you I know what's agree. funny? I'm sorry. You know what else is funny? I'm sorry. But Wendy has to understand where she's at. I'm sure that they're smiling in her face. And when they close their office doors, they're talking about her like a dog. Where she, on the level that she's at, mm-hmm. so she needs to understand that as well. It just ain't. It don't lie in these ladies, and because somebody is light, you're working at a, you know, a white, uh, prestigious place. So I'm sure they're calling you all types of stuff, girl. Ugh, please fuck her. <laughs> Sorry, I just every time you say fuck her, I just it's really funny. Um, like I said. And this is, and this might have been why Karen says she don't fit. <laughs> I don't, and I'm sitting here defending Wendy. I don't like her, and I'm defending her. I see where she's coming from with the point, but I mean, this isn't a socially conscious show, and these aren't socially conscious women. Do I wish that all black people would rally up and read a fucking book 
and learn how to like, you know, operate these social constructs? Of course. Am I expecting that from a bitch that had a kangaroo restaurant in fucking Maryland? <laughs> Not really. Like, I'll tell you. But <laughs> I, think, I think Wendy was expecting a lot from women that were giving, only capable of giving too little. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Oh, you think she expected them to be conscious of certain things? Yeah, and I just don't think that that was what she was going to find in this group of women. Gotcha. Maybe in Giselle and Robin, and because they were the only ones that kind of, like, technically defended her, and that's because they went to college and, like, pledged, and so I feel like they kind of know vaguely stuff that goes on, even though Giselle has her own weird colorist moments herself. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, again, I'm not really expecting much from Ashley. Yeah, so what a segment. I mean, I'll applaud Bravo for even tackling it because I feel like had it been five years ago, they just would not have read that card. Right. But I also felt like they didn't tackle it enough, so why even bring it up? <laughs> you know? Right, you're right. It was still kind of glanced over at the end of the day. It was. <laughs> but it couldn't be a whole part of the reunion, so. No, I I don't agree. I don't disagree, but I'm just saying, like, if you're not going to talk about it, how do you talk about it, then why the fuck? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like, yeah, so you didn't think it was colorist? And when he was like, yeah, and then after like, no, and they were like, all right, so. Next. <laughs> Next. I'm like, oh, okay. I mean, that's absolutely true. Not another lady spoke on it, nothing, really. Yeah, it was just like, all right. Nope. Next. Next. You know what I mean? Maybe no. Candy can find us a studio where we can make some beats. <laughs> beats. <laughs> That's what it reminds me of. It's like, cut it off. We done with that shit and on to the next. Yeah. Um, and so it cuts the commercial and they kind of show the behind the scenes of everybody and Monique is sitting there talking to Ashley basically saying that she knows she can never be friends with Candace again. Too much has happened. And then she has that binder sitting next to her and she can't wait to use it. Yes. <laughs> Just the vitriol in her voice, like, you see her over there sitting there? I was like, oh my God. She was yes. pissed. They, all she was doing was just literally sitting there on her phone. You're seething over there, like, damn. Yes, I loved it. Because the last question Andy had asked was about her, Candace, and her on Twitter and then about her and her new home. But I loved also that Andy had tried to bring up her new home earlier, and she was like, well, wait till Chris comes out, and then he just spoils it anyway. Mm-hmm. He was like, well, how about that new house you bought? She was like, well, I guess I can't wait, and I'll just announce that I bought a house, and my mom yes. didn't pay for it. She said she gave us a rubber plant. <laughs> right, she gave her a rubber plant. It's just, you know how I feel about how they did her <laughs> mom helping her out, because I feel like, and I was telling my mom this, I was like, yo, like, everybody on motherfucking Twitter and shit want to talk about generational wealth, generational wealth, this, that, that, that I got bullshit. All right. So, Candace is in an uh, opportunity where her mom has built the generational wealth, and she's the next generation that she's passing the wealth to. What's the problem? You bitches is mad. Just mad that she has to lie on her back and fuck a pastor, <gasps> allegedly, question mark, because we don't even know if they really are fucking <laughs> so he can help her pay the bills in her ugly ass house. Robin keeps fucking fucking their money up, so now she has to stay with a man that clearly don't want to make that money up. <laughs> Have something going on with Michael the way he was acting at the fucking finale. So I'm like, everyone gets their money from somebody. 
You know what I mean? So why is it a problem when I'm getting my money from my parent who I don't got to sell my soul to? Well, she kind of does, but <laughs> why is it a problem if I'm getting my money from my mom versus you getting your money from your husband or your man? I guess is my question. Because he's supposed to be the provider, I guess. Chris, well, and, the, and which, right, I guess the problem is she's married and he's broke. Yeah. He's not equally yoked. Maybe, but again, <laughs> let's not talk about this whole generational wealth shit and then you're mad when someone is using the generational wealth. I don't get That's it. True. That everybody wants to be the fucking builder of the wealth and nobody wants to be the receipt, like, recipient. Like, I want to be the recipient. I want to build shit. I don't want to have to like, put my money away in stocks and shit. I want to just be like, yo, my dad, I need a couple bucks. Or, yo, mom, can you help me out with this mortgage payment? And I feel like that's not really unheard of either. Maybe not paying in totality like Wendy's mom was. Not I said Wendy. Like Candace's mom was. But I feel like if your parents could slide you a couple dollars, they probably would. Hopefully. Ideally. Ideally, you know what I mean? I, I just think it's whack to do that. I think it's also the fact that they like to call her childish. I think it just all feeds into that. Yeah. For them. I'm like, yo, Ashley's over here literally sucking and fucking a man who's out here sucking and fucking everybody else. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. To get her nasty, horny condo. So. That's fucking crammed with shit everywhere. <laughs> Ugh. That so you want to be mad apartment. at me? Talk about this mm-hmm. is my mom's house. Bitch, it's Michael's house. Fuck these hoes. <laughs> in conclusion, fuck these hoes. Yeah. Get money, Candace. <laughs> <laughs> get your mama money, Candace. It's okay. Wow. So we get to Jamal and Giselle. <sighs> and they start off by showing the montage of their moments together, which I wish they were romantic or anything at all, really. Ugh. I've been said in episodes past, anyone who's listened to this episode now can go back and listen if they want, but I've been saying that there is no sexual chemistry between the two of them. I don't even know how they managed to have three kids. Like, it's bad. I feel dry. (gasps) When I see a couple together, I want to feel, I feel like I want to see the connection between two. I feel like I want to look at y'all and I want to be the third. Like, I want to be in that relationship because it's so hot. I don't feel that when I see that. Also, I, I had seen a picture recently of Jamal clicked up with the cast of Love and Hip Hop Atlanta. Ugh. What wow. kind I'm of so low life is this? He's I'm a whore. Who does that? Why are you hanging out with them, but you have no time to make it to anything she does? He didn't even go as her plus one to Cynthia's wedding, and Cynthia's wedding was in Atlanta. <gasps> I know. Do that. Don't do that. She brought cow again. Ugh. More fueling this idea that this relationship is fake, and I agree, it is fake. And <laughs> just, <laughs> I'm so tired of it. <laughs> and the montage says as such. The montage ends with when Karen said that classic line: "He lives in your phone." See that the relationship was broken. Wow. So they start off like light and they talk about her decor style. And she wow. says that she just buys things she likes and they all go together. And Karen says, or not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
and you don't have to like it, sweetie. <laughs> she says you don't have to live there. She's like, oh, God, no. Like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's it, go- it goes, I guess, with her vibe or whatever. So that's all it means to an end. You know, Andy likes to get a little lighthearted something out before he brings up every hue now. This is where Giselle, we begin to watch her get bludgeoned until the end. And she was truly murdered. <laughs> and I was fucking here for it. I was grinning with bleed. I, I was too. Oh, I was either, but I was still on Monique's side in this game. <laughs> right, Monique gave us everything. And I don't know if I've ever said that. Ooh, okay. So, um... The, the viewer wrote in, hey, like, try to buy some every hue off of the website, and the, NR, the URL is inactive. What's the deal on that? First of all, fuck the person. Literally, fuck them. Fuck you. I can't <laughs> put that man's head on the Kardashians. Hey, yo, fuck the Kardashians. It's whoever that, that writer is, that writer. Hey, yo, fuck you. Literally, you fuck you. What that meant when the fucking link didn't work, bitch. <laughs> you knew exactly what the fuck you were writing. You also could have hit me on Twitter, but you sent this shit specifically to the fucking reunion. Fuck you. Andy loved it. <laughs> he couldn't wait to read that card. Mm-hmm. And Giselle tries to explain away as her producer or manufacturer of her product is out of business during COVID. So that's why it's not available. And then that's when Ladam says that you know the <laughs> word on the street is that it was liquidated by target <gasps> additionally if really just her manufacturers were out of business she would still have a website it would just say out of stock like if we're being exactly. real here so something's not adding up i'm so glad she got roasted because she always talking shit and i'm glad that's why she thought that she could have a makeup line when her makeup is rarely if ever decent but okay like who was looking now she's a pretty lady but who was looking for beauty and fashion and makeup from her who buying that shit we just sat up here and we all said that she needs a stylist yeah so who buying that shit no wonder it's liquidated at target girl Oh, God, so... Goodbye. <laughs> right, so she... <laughs> she, um, yeah, and then, like you said, so Karen brings up the fact that you wanted to come for all of my shit and what I had going on, bitch. I'm in Bloomingdale's. I'm on HSN. I'm on RPG show. Where the fuck can we get every hue? <laughs> in nowhere. And the thing is nowhere... And I don't know. And then another word on the street that Karen heard was that her and Jamal have an arrangement and that she did this to save herself on the show. And she, and Karen, but Karen tries to phrase it as like, I don't need to know the truth. I'm just trying to like help you as a friend, which like, fuck you also. You mm. were trying to kill her. So that's it. They fake friends to each other and it's fine. A rental boyfriend like Walter. <laughs> Walter. <laughs> it's just, but I just agree with them. Like, Giselle's been talking about shit about everybody's relationship, everybody's businesses, everybody's home life, well, whatever. It's time for you, your time in the sun. Yes. 
Yes, it's definitely it. her reckoning. The you only part about the Dom, where's Ever here? You want to talk about me and Ray? Where's Jamal? <laughs> Where you is Jamal? my Andy? Where's any of your styles? Passions. <laughs> Tired and through. Okay. Now, the only question I kind of have is, in terms, I feel like, in Bravo terms, Giselle is the face of the show. It's quite clear. That's why she's on Bravo chat room, whatever, all of that. Which, okay. Which is a horrible choice, but obviously they didn't let us make it. They made it. Who would y'all choose? Karen. Karen. <laughs> Without a doubt. Yeah, definitely a better choice, but... She's even Rihanna's favorite. Okay. That's clout. But why? But I don't know if I agree <laughs> with Giselle's job was ever on the line. She didn't get with Jamal because they were going to fire her. They were never going to fire Giselle. Are you crazy? No. So I'm more so confused as to why she feels the need to be in this fake relationship. Is it to get a coin? But how so? How is she getting yeah. a coin? It, it, she probably just cares about being seen in a relationship or not. Mm. Or maybe it's a beard. Maybe she's... <gasps> You know, we already had hypothesized that her and Robin was doing something or something. Look in the box. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> um, hmm. <laughs> right, because there's something else. Like, it's not about her spot on the show. Whatever it is, it's not that. Do you think it's coins? But what coin, though? From the, from the every, when they pass the collection plate around. So you think part of the fake relationship is like that she gets a percentage? No, that she can benefit from being with him in that sense. Or well, she getting child support for three That's what kids, I'm saying. right? Oh, I see. Because mm. I don't and think he's spending him? on her. Yeah, that's true. Mm. Listen, the fact that Giselle's dad, who was you know part of the whole civil rights movement, all mm-hmm. that shit. If there's anybody that can look at a motherfucker and be like, that is not a good person, it would be him. He was surrounded by people. Like, you know what I mean? That was <laughs> if he's looking at somebody and he's like, he's not shit, then yeah, this person ain't shit. If she tries to explain that part away about the dad, like, well, of course, I would be, I would be surprised if my dad didn't act like that because he's my dad. I'm like, wait, what are you saying? Like, that did not help your case at all. She was like, oh, you know, he, of course, he's being dramatic. Six or seven baby mamas, that wasn't dramatic. That was actual facts. <laughs> right. And that's what Karen's like, um, also heard that the most recent baby was born on your watch while you were, quote unquote, with him. <laughs> While he was living in your phone, bitch. <laughs> so they be uh, like I said, they're dismantling Giselle, and it just continues from there. The, oh my God, I felt bad for this woman. I don't even like her, and I was even like, damn. No, they are fucking no. ending her. Fuck her. I ain't so bad. Nope. I felt amazing. I've had. <laughs> I mean, I felt amazing, but I even I thought for a second. Seasons of this bitch trolling everybody mm-hmm. and being messy. She's judgmental. Everybody. I was speaking to my friend yesterday, and I told her that these last five minutes of this reunion Bonkers. are 
the most iconic five minutes I can think of in any recent reunion. I'm trying to think of a moment that was delivered more clean or read that clean. She didn't even break. Like, she didn't lose her temper. She didn't mm-hmm. stutter. She read those words verbatim. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I thought Karen's was, was already crazy. And then Monique came out, and I was like, whoa. whoa. Mm. Right. So at this point, Monique whips out the binder. <laughs> um, and she has some receipts from some lady who's also a pastor, question mark. Preach. The church is messy. So another pastor, female pastor, <laughs> that's allegedly messing around with Pastor Jamal. And he told her via text that this relationship was not real. It was all for reality TV. <clears throat> now, I can see Jamal doing it for fake for the reality TV. He obviously mm-hmm. likes the fame. <clears throat> so that adds up that he, that's what he's texting his um his hoes when they're like what the fuck is this he's like oh don't worry this is a joke to me mm. wow mm. um so monique pulls out her little receipt book she goes to the giselle tab i also find it interesting she says she has tabs on everyone even herself i'm curious to see what her tabs are her tabs are to refute the tabs that are in the other tabs. <laughs> mm-hmm. right. Her tabs Reference. are going to be all about that fucking the train. How she Her didn't fuck him. Tabs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so she has pages. And this was when I was a little bit like, okay, Monique, you're also very unhinged. The fact that you befriended this woman or whatever, even if someone slid in your DM saying, I have evidence to take pages and pages and pages of text. It was like when Lisa Renna had pulled out the pages of text between Denise and Brandy. It's a little bit like, okay, you're a little <laughs> psycho. <laughs> the fact that you actually print pages of text. And she goes on and reads some of the text. And one of the best parts is when she was like, um, saying that he was sending pictures from the little gigs he goes on. And that Ooh. the lady had then sent him an article of him and Giselle saying, like, what is this? What is going on? And Jamal says, wait, what you talking about? He's like, oh, I don't even stud that. <laughs> That's your family, dude. You're still talking about the mother of your children and your children. He said it's all fake. I believe him this one time. Right. He's <laughs> actually telling the truth. <laughs> that he's telling the damn truth. <laughs> <laughs> Preach past. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sad. Is it Phaedra? <laughs> Is it Phaedra? Was it Phaedra? Because, honey, because Mr. Chocolate was him, by the way. <gasps> what if it is Phaedra? Is Phaedra a pastor of any sort? Kind of adjacent. Remember, she was taking that course for that. And... <sighs> You know, Phaedra's if if so the pastor is Phaedra, Brian, you just bust this case wide open. I'm <laughs> living for it being Phaedra. She would actually have like the Bravo U- the universe connections too. She should sure be able to contact. Yeah. Oh, and more than willing to send over pages of text. <laughs> no, she got her text ready. Oh, oh yes. And then to really put the nail in the coffin 
She says, oh, I can even read out his phone number. You want me to just read <gasps> it out? Okay, 410 blank, 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 blank. Mm. And he said, is that the number? Is that his number? <laughs> and what did Giselle say? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, you could tell she thought for a second, like, should I lie about it? But then it was going to come out anyway, and she was like, fuck it, yeah. Yeah. She said, Why, I would have lied. On the blogs, so I got to just admit it right now. Mm-hmm. Right, because then what they would have take asked her to take out her phone, like type in that phone number right now and call it. I mean, she would have gotten exposed somehow. Yeah. Yeah, she's doing damage control because it's going to come out later. So she don't look so stupid. <laughs> so it's Ooh. just damage control. <laughs> and Dumb everybody, ass. even Robin, who tries to act like, you know, whatever Giselle <gasps> does is fine, she was like, damn. She, I know she was even like, damn. Huh. Um, which McCall Candace was like, well, that's unfortunate. I know I was <laughs> hollering when she said that. <laughs> oh, it was. And Karen and her grunting. I was right. Crazy. So Karen hit her. So literally, it was like the alley oop. So she threw it up with the phone number, threw out the phone number. And she says, every reunion, you come to this reunion with a different dude behind you. I hope he's behind you. Karen hits her with the, will he be here? Will he be behind you? And then she says, nope. And Karen says, of course. She roast, She got roasted down to the ground. Woo, baby. Ooh, well, she said, you have a different man behind you ever reunion. <gasps> Is she right? She and she's absolutely correct. Damn. She ate her ass up. <laughs> and you know what, uh, Robin and Candace tried to come to her defense, kind of. <laughs> Robin hit her with the kind of like, well, what did you gain from it? Like, what are you going to do? Girl, bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they did try to do the, what does this do for you? <laughs> What's the motive behind this? Bitch, exposing her, that's the motive. Hello. Hello <laughs> Doing what she's done to me. Right, being a terrible person like she's been to me. Hello. <laughs> Dumbass whores. Ugh. Ugh. <laughs> 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 um, that was amazing. So yeah, those last five minutes, oh, oh, wait. I loved it. That was just sitting there, the very peculiar smirk, the eyed ass smirk. Yeah, she did not expect it to go there. Yes, I loved it. Ooh, that's the best part of it, too. It was a sneak attack. She didn't have any time to prepare. Nope. She was just looking dumb. She was. She was stuck. Even Andy, when you show, when Andy looks like OMG, you know it's some real shit. And his face was like, yeah. Because even when she had turned the binder kind of to him, when she was kind of like teasing, she's like, oh, Andy, do you see it right here? It's reality. It's for reality TV. Andy didn't even look at her direction. He was stuck. She getting fired. (laughs) 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 She getting fired, Dan. She says, so while you're sitting over here having fake fraudulent relationships with your your ex, she isn't even happy about it. (gasps) Sitting like a darn fraud, bringing a different man onto the reunion every freaking year. I hope he's sitting behind you this year. Pastor, holy whore. Pastor, Pastor, holy whore. Slinging his big D, or at least she said it was big. Slinging his big D all around Atlanta. If you want to keep calling my husband big boy. 
Yeah, but I love her also doing body. that because we're not going to act like you just did all that because she called her big boy. Yeah, I know, <laughs> nice girl, try. Stop. Yeah, she called her big boy, big boy. Nice fucking try. <laughs> um, you don't like have to say that. that in. I did. Yeah. <laughs> like he's targeting like he her husband, girl, by. Yeah, the narrative is that like Chris ass. is being targeted and like, no, I don't believe that. No, funny you looking ass. You just don't like Giselle. You've been wanting to talk to her ever since she tried to come for you at the little, you know, tea luncheon. <laughs> ever since she met off screen and said that I was trying to destroy your marriage and everything it stands for by saying your son is not your husband. That's why you want to kill her. And I get it. Right. And Giselle was prepared. Giselle thought you were just going to have all the heat for Candace. Little did she know. She had enough heat to go around. Mm-hmm. And nothing but time. Oh, I wanted to ostracize her and not have her filming. She had to do something. Right, that's one of Giselle's tired reads. She was like, oh, I see her binder. She's been bindering. I'm like, ooh, yeah, you Girl, have nothing to say. Yeah, bindering? <laughs> bindering? <laughs> bindering? Tell me. Um, yes. So, yeah, I mean, we're here now. And who's your housewife on display for this episode? I mean... <sighs> Hello. Yes. <laughs> the binder girl. I was gonna say the binder too. Absolutely the binder. The binder. <laughs> Specifically the Giselle tab on the binder. It's the Giselle tab on the binder. Yes. Whew. On display it was, honey. Okay, so we've come to minute. the end of our long, long, long recap. Now, does anyone have any news they need to break? RIP Jiggy. <gasps> <laughs> R.I.P. Jiggy. Erica's case may go federal. Who knows? <laughs> and lastly, I have. That? <laughs> Wait, go ahead. Go ahead. Have y'all been looking into that? Because I had my own theory about that. Absolutely. What is your theory? My theory is that. Oh, I hate to put this out there, but I don't care. They don't know me. I don't know. Allegedly. Me. Okay. Yes. Allegedly, I think <laughs> that. She's going to divorce him to get the money so it won't be taken in court. Oh, yeah. That's, that's exactly what I what's think. happening. We definitely oh, okay. Oh, you agree to that, too? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, she may not have gotten out quick enough. <laughs> I'm about to say, unfortunately, uh, yep. she's out two years too late. Yep. So she may not make it out with anything. Damn. It's expensive to be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why I said, Mikey need to come on over across the fucking nation and come help Giselle out. She ain't got no money. <laughs> well, Erica didn't either. Um, and lastly, I have my first ever boots on the ground, some behind the scenes tea, breaking it here, truly breaking news. Woo! <gasps> I mean, it's just funny. It's not necessarily juicy, but it's very funny. Okay. So we talked about Peter Patricia earlier in this episode, and I like to bring it back because, as we know, Cynthia is suing Peter (laughs) (laughs) for the money he owes her. And I may or may not know someone that bartends at Peter's Bar in North Carolina. (laughs) And they may or may not have revealed, allegedly, that ever since Cynthia 
filed this in court, her checks have been bouncing from her. Girl, I'm about to fall out. <laughs> her checks have been bouncing what? The checks bounce from Peter's restaurant. Her checks don't go through from the spot anymore. Ever Where's since. Where's Cordell? Where, right, where's Cordell's investment? Right, I thought. Oh. Only in the bedroom, not in business. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. that's what's going on with bar one. Bar none. Bar none. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Damn. Child, he better beg Andy for a spot. <laughs> we need to get him something. Well, he can replace these tired women, like we said at the beginning. Right, he could do a nice cash shakeup. He could. Yeah. But yeah Bring Patricia back. Right. <laughs> Bring Patricia back. She needs to check. The way she was chewing on that peach on that. <laughs> <laughs> Everything. On that reunion. Bring her on back. Um, so yeah, that's that's really all I have to say. I mean, Brian, thank you for joining us. It was always a pleasure. <laughs> it's always a blast. It's been lovely. Totally. Um, tell the people your IG. Tell them who you are. I'm Brian Tisdale. Hello. No, <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll just have to link it in the bio. He's not, <laughs> not going to spell it. So. <laughs> Whoever is listening who don't know who I am doesn't need to know me. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, they'll love you after that. (laughs) MJ, do you have anything you want to say? Nope. (laughs) 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 We've covered a lot. We've talked about a lot. Not that much about Lena, but we've talked about a lot. Right, a lot was said. Mm -hmm. Sure was, girl. Okay, well, until next time. Adios. Toodles. Toodles.